he he gave him some light. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Just some some slight. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't I've been on the go all day. You know Not the go. Now, I've been on the go all day, bro. I haven't slept since twelve AM last night. Niggas started shooting in my neighborhood. I woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep. That's crazy. Sorry. As long as you've been living around, you can't sleep through gunshots. You still can't sleep through gunshots. Nah, bro, them shit sound numb. like them shit was in the goddamn backyard, man. <laughs> woke me up, woke me and the dog out to sleep, bro. Yeah, he got comfortable and went back to sleep. My ass is up for the rest of Damn, the night. Damn, dog more hood than you. <laughs> hey, I don't know where you from. You could be a south side dog. Oh, look, <laughs> let's uh, probably a south side pit bull. Let's get the show started, man. This is uh, matter of fact, let me let me get some music, man. OSS episode. Five. So Special guest. Remember Bill, 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 Bill. Let them know who you is, cuz. Right, we got to introduce the chosen one, Emmanuel Lean. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got Emizzle, Elizel on the motherfucking pod. It's been too long. It's been too long. Happy Friday, listeners. Y'all Happy Friday. Bill, 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 Bill. What's good, y'all? My name is Shavo. I'm your host. This is OSS the pod on some shit to show. Welcome back, episode five of season three. That's right. And I got my man Manolo here. We gotta introduce. We gotta introduce some right, man. We gotta introduce some right. Y'all know what it is. Send the vibe, man. Cause you know why? This nigga right here. This a soulful nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be Look. looking at me like I'm crazy. Nah, this is my head this already. Is, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I think this the. This. Let me turn that up, man. And it's a, a Nas enthusiast. I'll go so far to say it's a. More than enthusiast, like a hardcore yeah. fan. Yeah. One of my idols, man. Learned a lot of lessons. People they know they was teaching, but they still were. I don't let no one deceive me on my real worth. I put in real work, living in the real world. Whole lot to talk about today. Valentine's Day week, Super Bowl weekend, ain't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a great weekend. It's a lot going on, and we gonna we gonna we gonna take our time to. Touch on everything, but yeah, I think I think we didn't um, properly introduce yeah. our special guest. Y'all know, no, we we intro the show. Now, now it's our turn to introduce our guest. That's, they, that's, y'all might know, go ahead, Joe. You could take it away. Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, because this is a very this is a very special guest that we have on today, man. Professional, professional boxer for the first and foremost. You can Google. You can Google this man. Ain't too many motherfuckers. This is an incredible we intro, by the way. No, ain't too many motherfuckers that we done had on the show where you can Google them. You can Google Imani. Uh, yeah, you can Google Imani. That, that's fair. But we ain't talking about Imani right now. <laughs> we talking about Emmanuel Aline, a.k.a. Nolo, a.k.a. Mr. Knock Your Ass Out, Mr. <laughs> 11 KOs out of the 18 victories. Come on, man. Come on, yeah. Mr. Twitch Streamer. Mr. Twitch Streamer. What, what else he do? What else? What, Come on, Mr. Detailer. Mr. Artist. Mr. Detailer. Mr. Artist. Mr. Beatmaker. Come on, he do it all. I'm a pure Jamaican, right? <laughs> no, man, man of many, many jobs and a master of many jobs. Well, we we gonna talk. We gonna talk a whole lot about what my man Nolo can do. I'm gonna give him a round of applause. Yay! He'll knock give your ass yay. out and clean your carpet. <laughs> That's crazy. 
And make you a beat right afterwards. And give you and give you the feature and stream it on Twitch. Yep. And show you how to beat a game real quick. That's crazy, bro. That's a gnarly ass mixture, yo. Who are you? Who are you? I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, Nolo could be be here uh, with us today. This finally got you on the show after a long time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I introduced the cast. I, I'm Chavo, y'all know. Uh, sitting here with my man B. Y'all know what it is. It's B Boy the Corolla, aka King of Hearts 002 on Twitch. Camos Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know the vibes. I'm <laughs> keep my, it short today. And my boy Joe, all the way on the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can find me at Instagram. Uh, wait, it's with a Z underscore Joe. There you go. You ain't yes, even sir. wait. I ain't wait. I never wait, bro. It's, it's called wait. It's Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna get it right one day. One day. One day. And here we are, man. Episode five. So, I would like to start with my man Nolo. How you hey, doing? Up? What you got going on? What's What's up with you today? Yo, yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm just at home right now. I had my last fight July 17th last year on Showtime. Had time to get home and um, just. We assess everything, you know what I'm saying? Think about life. There's a lot of things that's important. Been through a lot of shit. Mm. And I had to, um, like I said, assess and see which moves I got to make to go forward. Because, you know, I'm 28 right now. And I've been fighting since I was 12 and turned pro at um eight, when I was 18. Which is, a lot of people don't do that, you know. It's yeah. a young age to really go professional. Facts. And I'm almost 10 years. This year will be my 10th year professional. So that, mm. I just really had time to really assess everything and really think about what's them things I gotta do now because I'm a man and the sport ain't gonna be here forever and now I gotta have real life I mean real life been here but now it's like it's real real you know what I'm saying like when it comes you mean that in the sense of like aging um well yeah aging with the things you have in life at the moment you know what I'm saying like when it comes to house car relationship marriage um future like it's other than just a sport you know what I'm saying money so now it's like What's but, next but, to do? but we in a good we in a good space for that. I mean, just as a as a community, I feel yeah. as, as a culture for athletes of all type are more so thinking about their business, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. what comes after sports than just being the greatest at their sport. Not that you lose that, right? Right, right. But uh, like you said, it's it's a lot to consider when you get that opportunity, especially when my career has went so fast and being somebody who was young. And the way it was spent, and um, I just was like one of them guys who just wanted to fight. You know, ever been competitive where you just want to be in there all the time? It, it reminds me of like Mike Tyson where you just want to get put in. And I was in a situation where contractual, um, I have a situation with my previous manager that things were just, I didn't look at the business, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be there and, and let stuff happen. And it eventually it played a toll on me. And then you look back in life and you look at where you've been, you make a lot of accolades, but then you look at what you have around you and you see the important things you needed, that what you thought was important, you know what I'm saying? You look at the fights, it's always important. Being on TV is important. Yeah. Getting the money is important, but then when you don't have the things in between, you know what I'm saying, the properties, uh, you know, essentials, uh, the home, the cars, you know what I'm saying, things you need to do to evolve your life after the sport, that's when you got to assess yourself. The you know necessities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I see... Um, I want to, I want to, I think I want to relate it to, um, you know, people who, uh, <clears throat> they go and they play a sport and they, you know what I'm saying? They blow through like everything that mm-hmm. the sport has given them. And then I think, 
I seen somebody or, or like a rapper. If you and more do more importantly, just compare this like an a artist. rapper. Yeah, you, you sign a contract, yeah. you blow it, and then you you work in it like Wally World or something. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. So you know, luckily I ain't had to go that no, far. No, yet. no, no. Of course, I'm not saying that that's you. I'm still there on shooting the radar. <laughs> not not saying that that's you, but you know what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I, I you see it a lot with rappers. You see it a lot with. You know, even like viral, viral uh, internet sensations. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying. They they get a they get a little small bag for for that small success or that big success, and they don't make it go the distance. You know right. what I'm saying. Not thinking about the future. So that's good of you about you being proactive in that now and just you know trying to. Uh, make sure that you know it, it does yeah. what it needs to do for you. That it's working for you. You know, what the mean? crazy thing I didn't get the bag. You know what I'm saying? I had to fight for it. Mm. And once I started to fight for a name, get myself things is being offered. And you know, when you get around people and you're around thousands of fans and work, prime time TV, people asking questions, mm. have you thinking? You know, you want, I won a belt in 2017, and I won a silver middleweight um, title um, for the WBC. Yeah. And you know, after that it didn't feel like nothing changed. You know what mm. I'm saying? That's That was like one of the biggest, you know, red flags. I mean, the, it was flags before, but because, like me as a fighter, I always wanted to get in the ring. I didn't care about who I fought or whatever. I knew yeah. who, when I'm going against people, oh, why am I getting put up against this guy and this guy? But at the end of the day, I just felt like I'd be anybody. As long as I prepared mm. and was smart about it, you know what I'm saying? I'd be mm. anybody who's in front of me. So I didn't care who you put because I knew if I, I'm going to do enough to where I get control. Once I win enough and I have control, then it'd be my shots. But over mm-hmm. time, it took it was the wear and tear that was, you know what I'm saying, like getting on me after a while. And it was like, what, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you going through this, you, you super successful, you know, you, you undefeated up until, I want to say, what, 18? 17. 17. Yeah. You was undefeated up until 17. That's a lot of fights. Yeah. You know. I don't, I don't know. You know, it's niggas that ain't trained at all in the street. And it was competitive <laughs> fight, too. There wasn't no bones. Yeah, was, yeah. Not, people trying to beat me. Right. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of prospects don't fight people that try to beat them. So, yeah. I I always looked at that. Like you said, wear and tear contributes. You yeah. weren't fighting high, like once or twice a year how yeah. most fighters do. You know, you I'm were fighting three, four, three to four times a year. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know you fought five times in one year. Yeah. That's a lot of fights. I think 2014, that was my biggest fight year. I fought about five. That's yeah, crazy. Man. I don't even know, like, high-caliber, like, professionals, like, big names yeah, that they fight don't. that many. Yeah. They don't. I mean, but, one a year. But yeah, like, that, one or two at best. That's what happens when you're a prospect and you're trying to, you know, develop and become somebody. Yeah. You know, sometimes you take the opportunities in front of you, and I felt like I did that. When they called my name, I just prepared the best way I can and went out there and tried to get the victory. Yeah, but, but it, it's similar to rap, you know, yeah. in the sense that you have to be in people's face in this sport. Mind you, at that time, boxing wasn't at its height, you know, anymore. Yeah. So only the biggest of the the biggest names in boxing would get that that big ticket, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's side, it's side by side with rap to me. Yeah, when it comes to the crime and everything that happens in rap, boxing is the same exact way. The rules is just, there is no rules. The you labels, yeah, the labels, <laughs> the managers, yeah, you know the saying? same. Just be shysty. Yeah, very shysty. Damn. So, so the wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. That, uh, and I guess we'll go back through the history a few times because there's a few elements to touch on Uh the wear and tear how does that look from beginning to the present day the wear and tear to me was like 
I always worked my ass off no matter what. And to be successful, you got to push yourself to the limit. I feel like I overly push where, okay, in the beginning when I first started fighting, it used to be this weight issue. I never had a weight issue at all. So whenever I fought, it was what it was, and I fought, and I, you know, I get down to whatever I had to get down, and then I'll, um, you know, I'll weigh in, I'll compete. After a while, I felt like when I start fighting on TV more, and when more money start being involved, and I don't know what the business side was with the management and contracts and everything, because I always found out my money late. It always was like, oh, mm-hmm. last week or something. Oh, you know how much you get in? No, this is what. So once I found out, I didn't really care. I wasn't money hungry. You know what I'm saying? I just always wanted to compete. compete. But I felt like I was competing to beat of people a certain way because it was like you telling me to to um do a certain technique, but then I'm like overly working on this technique where it's burning me out. Yeah. Where, but at my young youth was good enough for me at that time to like keep pushing through in it and feel like it's nothing. But fight after fight, doing that same exact technique until I get older. You don't realize like when I'm on TV, I got on TV probably at 20, 21. And then now I'm like 28. So yeah. by the time I keep going on TV, fighting on getting pushed like that and hold, and carrying everything on my back, then it, like, I feel like the wear and tear, like I keep going hard. And, you know, I was getting trained so hard that by the time I leave and I come back home for just a week, week and a half, that was my only time to relax, you know what I'm saying, and feel yeah. human. So by the time I come back and relax, then I just, you know what I'm saying, that was my escape. I had to go back and camp. Then it's like, oh, what's your weight is? What is this? Now I got to burn myself <laughs> out, dry myself out. But the thing is, like, if you know you're – they have a thing in Boston where you just always stay ready and and whatever. But at the same time, it's like you could prepare somebody. If you know I'm going to fight, let's say it's February. If you know I'm going to fight in June, why not tell me now? Why wait until June to say what's my weight is? Oh, let's suck the drive. That, that's what happened with um when I fought Keytrop. I won my belt in yeah. 2017, January. I didn't fight till August. That's a long gap, right? Yeah. yeah. From January to August. That wasn't my fault. That's because when he came in, he said, oh, what you is? Oh, we got to fight. I got to fight for you, this and that. Got to rush down. You could have easily just said, let's not fight. Yeah. But because me mm. being a competitor, I don't care. You, you know what I'm wanna, saying? You didn't want to, yeah. So we'll just work for Whatever. It. Whatever the fight. I yeah, yeah. It. I just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The warrior and, spirit. You know, you put something on me, I'll just work. And I want to heart back to something that you just said when you said you, know, you have to. Let's work. leave that. Let's leave heart. <laughs> what's what's let's what's leave, wrong with Let's leave heart. Am I missing something with heart? <laughs> I, guess he, I guess he wants you to use harken. Hark? Is it hark? Harken. You want to harken back? Okay, I want to double back to something that you <laughs> Thank said. You. I'm gonna just leave that word. Let's leave yeah. it. Let's leave it. I didn't Let's know we had a grammar. Go ahead, go ahead. ask your question. <laughs> but I want to uh, double back on something that you said when you said yeah. um, that basically you were kind of fighting to a way that you it's it's not fitting for your style. Yeah. So with that being said, is it just like all right, well, they want me to fight this way, but I'm more comfortable with fighting this other way, mm-hmm. and me having to readjust is detrimental to how you know physically physically it takes toll on my body yeah as far as like just detriment wise dude how do you feel as far as the wear and tear did, did that do you feel like that took like an extra it like, did because it was the resistance i was a person where it made it look like um being arrogant when i'm not listening yeah. but because i know who i am before i met you you're telling me to do something out of character yeah so you know what i'm saying you're telling me to be this aggressive bull which i'm normally i'm a boxer I can box and bang and whatever, but you're telling me to do this and it's out of my character. Because yeah. in the beginning, it was like, oh, y'all got it all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got the style. We just got to polish y'all. Once it comes to a certain fight, you got to push yourself to be like this. Oh, that's not working. It was more depression of try- the wear and tear of resisting. You know, your, my, my, my spirit, your I natural... felt like was getting tired of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Trying to fight against it all the time. And, and then 
Yeah, and then on top of that, it's probably going against your natural movement yeah, as well. Yeah, everything. Like, it was uncomfortable, and I'm no, I'm good at adjusting when stuff is uncomfortable, but how long can you keep something uncomfortable? Exactly. It was a lot of fights that I watched, and you know, I didn't really catch on until yeah. 2015, 16, like yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. At second half, around the time you got your, your belt and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fights that I would watch, and you were still winning, you know. But I would be like, damn, it looked like he wanna he wanna do something different. Yeah. And, yeah. Look, and yeah. now that you're saying that, you know, you it's making it. sense. I'm, I'm, yeah. I was fighting against myself all the time. Why, I would not be in my natural what, self. What is that about though? Why when when you're in the ring, yeah, and you feel like, nah, th- I know this is gonna work. What they yeah. telling me not gonna work. How do you balance the the idea of man, I might have to buck on my trainer right now? <laughs> well, it, it depends on the person. One thing, I'm very obedient, so I listen. I feel like listening is one of my biggest skills because I feel like something you tell me might work, and I just feel like I'm talented enough to display what you're telling me regardless. Yeah, make you know it what work. I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to make it work, and a lot of people can't do that. I feel like yeah. that's what makes me gifted that Y'all can be in my corner, and I'm still gonna beat this man ass. Yeah, like throw a left hook. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Most people don't know shit trust, about boxing. Trust me, I'm, trust me. Throw a left hook. I'm gonna throw this hook. I'm gonna throw this hook to to to, to make you right. It's a fact. No, but like it's it's funny because um my uncle he uh was on the I guess I don't know what you call this shit like the practice shit with yeah. um fucking George Foreman. Yeah, yeah. And Training my daddy, the yeah, real nigga. And, yeah, my dad is like really real. Like this, all this man watch is boxing. And when he seen you box, he was like, "You know him, right?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, and he and he was telling me this years back. He was yeah. like, "He's not fighting naturally. He's not fighting how he's supposed to fight." And I'd be like, "Man, you don't know what you're talking about, nigga." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny just hearing that from you now. It's yeah. just like, shit. He was right the whole time. Like, like midway can- the fight, I'll wake up. You know, throughout a fight, when stuff be uncomfortable in the beginning, and then I'll come to my natural self. My mom always know it. She always say it in the crowd, "He ain't warm up yet." She yeah. always say, "Once I start sweating, and that's it, my body will warm up." It's man. funny how old heads just be knowing, right? Because my dad's like, "Oh yeah, you gonna see no load today? You gonna see a little?" No, I tell me, yo, tell me to get a new trainer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was gonna about. ask. You, all right, so my next question is um, about is about the fans. Yeah, you know how how impactful. Or, or to what degree is your interaction uh, with the fans? Does that affect the way you move business-wise or, or, or just talent-wise as, as the athlete? It is. It's major because especially in boxing, people are so, like, into it where they feel like they're a part. Yeah. And that was something that was kind of restricted from us, even with our manager. He was our manager and trainer. So it was like when I won my belt, like, I didn't get no publicity. I didn't do no interviews. I didn't do anything. It was like keep me in the dark. Until I win something, and it's like I realize when somebody's keeping you in the dark, they're hiding something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have something you have to hide that you don't want people to see. I mean, of course, you're training in secrets and stuff like that. You don't want everybody, but it's boxing. Real good people gonna know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Even people who's cooking gonna know what you're doing too when you're keeping somebody in the shade. Yeah. And I can always I was always in the front line and on prime time, but I wasn't, you know, showing around to everybody. It's people that's famous or famous fighters. They know of me. But looking at me and being around me, I'm not as, you know, prevailed as a fighter or up in the echelons with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the um, media-wise and um, the fans is major. And having that a part of them, like, people love it. Anything I post or they waiting to see me, even after my fights, the whole arena booed with the last fight because they thought I won. I mean, it's, <laughs> and that's a, yeah. thing, that's a thing in boxing. I'm sorry, Joe. That just That's a thing in boxing where when you're undefeated, yeah, they don't want to – the powers that be don't want to ruin that. 
So yeah. a close fight, they're just gonna give it to you because yeah. we need to keep we need to keep our undefeated guy, uh, bring it bringing tickets in. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got money behind him. I didn't have money behind me. You know, I had a good trainer, a legendary trainer, but I didn't have you know enough that was gonna give me the edge. And in most part, that's on me. I have to convince them a little more. Yeah. You know what but I'm but I, see, that's where the hardcore fans are not gonna agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is sports. You yeah. know what I mean? This is sports. You got sixty nine percent of Twitter saying no win. You got the whole arena saying no win. Only people who did it. This was is sports. And, 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 sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no. I was just gonna add on to what you were about to say. It's just like from the last fight that we had seen, where like literally. I went down to comment. Everybody was like, "Yo, they fucking robbed you, bro!" Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. that. That's literally all. I didn't see anything contesting. Oh no, nah, the, the opponent won by Atlanta. Nah, it was all man. They motherfucking robbed you, bro. Well, I mean, commentators. He hasn't yeah. fought since, and I've seen one comment saying nah, I was damaged and hurt. I'm like, man, that nigga ain't fight either. He know he was. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't hurt at all. <laughs> What's the? Can you beat the baby? <laughs> Great question, because he is not oh, yeah, motherfuckers out. <laughs> he, he, he is undefeated video. right now, bro. And, and I'm gonna I'm I'm get an audience some context. I have sparred with Nolo before. Yo, we was just talking about that. Me and Donovan, I swear, we were just talking about. I want to let y'all know something. I'm a hood legend. All right, my record is good out here with these with these things. Oh, I live to fight another day. You see these things? You don't. And you live to fight another day. But when I got in the ring and, and all I can use is hands and my foot, whatever, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't grab you. I can't, you know, when, when you boxing with a boxer, it's a different feeling. It's a different scenario. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And it's it was, bad. it was, it, that didn't go, that was not a good morning for me. All right. That wasn't a good way to start my day. Yeah. Cause but, it was like one in the morning. One. Time. Yeah. No, yeah. That was the early. 30 boys. Yeah. We, we was, we was wild and getting up at. Yeah. That was when we was young bulls. Yeah. yeah he said, do punches so fast. <laughs> Man, well, I got in the ring with Coda, bro. And that shit was the one. <laughs> Oh, I, I got to ring with Coda, and that was the worst decision I ever made. Hit me with an eight life, piece. <laughs> I never seen that Hell for real no. in my life. You couldn't pay me to get stuck in the ring with Nolo at that point. No, I but said, it was it was a it was an enlightening experience because you get to see the difference between a athlete, a professional, and you know somebody who might just be tough, somebody who might know a little bit. You know, it's yeah. a big someone difference. who can fight. And, yeah. uh, and somebody who does this for a living. It's a difference. <laughs> between, it's a difference between a professional and a tough guy. All right. Yeah. You know, and that's not what I'm calling myself at all, but I'm just painting a picture. Um, and, and I lost my thought. The oh, baby. but the baby. Yeah, the baby, he's a tough guy. You know what I mean? I like the baby. I ain't gonna hold you. I like <laughs> that nigga baby. be knocking niggas out. I like him like, too. Even yeah. Just as an artist, I fuck with him. Nah, yeah. that nigga's a little ass. <laughs> <laughs> LA Leakers was fire, bro. He's, I fuck with him. He, so like, he, he compared himself to Nas. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, he capping. Uh, yeah. he, he a little bit, he a little too <laughs> one dimensional, you know, for that. Yeah, for yeah, that. he capping. A fucker in the back of the North Carolina, Carolina, I kind of rock with the North Carolina people because I've been around them a lot and seeing him yeah. like they're finally getting that shine. I respect them okay. for that, you know what I'm saying? It's more of a respect from the Carolinas coming up, and I think he's cool. I think he's in his own lane. He understands the business, the business in his lane because he said if I switch it up, niggas ain't gonna fuck with me. I gotta rock with this for a while, so it's like he know what he's doing. Yeah, word. 
Apparently, I, I don't want to get hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. The baby's smoking niggas and knocking niggas out, bro. He is oh, multi-dimensional man. when it comes to violence. Bro. So we, we might be on like par. Violence. That might be a good fight. That may be yeah. a Jake Paul and Mayweather right yeah. there. Man. Yeah. <laughs> only thing he missing, only thing, the only bingo uh, cube, cube that he missing at this point is stabbing a nigga. Yeah. That's the only one he missing. Ed's weapons. I was, I was playing around a little bit. Let's not get too far because we're going to get into the baby. Maybe his leak, his LA leak is freestyle. His his uh, you know the, the fade, yeah, the fade that they handed out. Uh, but I wanted to Nigga go go down the timeline a little mm-hmm. bit more with you. Um, so you get up to eighteen and zero, seventeen, seventeen and zero. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and it's a difference. You know, you've had yeah. decisive losses. You know, and then you've been robbed. How do yeah. you how do you take those? Did, I guess it's a it's a difference. Like, what's the difference in in those feelings? It's 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 hard because like for me, I never really like been as expressive with my feelings and stuff like that till mm-hmm. as of lately. And I can you know congratulate my girlfriend for doing that because she okay. It became to revealing more of my feelings and stuff like that. Strong black women. Can we get a <laughs> round of applause for every for every? <laughs> yay! Let's get the yay. Yeah. We need a yay. yay or yes, sir. Black History Month too. I we want the yay, yay and a round of applause. But in, but you being able to like communicate and um reveal a lot of stuff and um like I was so used to just being headstrong and just being tough and strong. So like when shit happened, I didn't really think of nothing. You know what I'm saying? I kind of I think I got more into just like when stuff happens to me, I kind of relax and I eat and you know what I'm saying. I I like self sabotage, so that was one one of the things that was happening in that moment. But like, let's I can tell you back to my first loss. Like when I lost to Santino, first of all, Santino wasn't even the hardest punch I ever fought. Like he was literally like the weakest guy, <laughs> and it's it's crazy when the weakest guy puts you out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like no disrespect to him, but the man didn't didn't punch. I was if you look at it, I was walking through this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I felt so comfortable just walking and. I'm gonna break this down. This is the first time, um, you know, I, I broke this down to people. Oh, that's so, exclusive. Bam, bam, yeah. bam, so bam. With that fight, right? I already had to um, lose weight going into that fight. Oh, by the end of the week, I felt like working with my personal trainer. I was overworked. My legs for just felt like they wasn't all the way there. I told him about it. I said, you know, they're kind of pushing, but you know, motivation wise, just like yo, just keep keep pushing through it. It's gonna get better or whatever. So. I did that, you know, as a fighter and me, I'm like, you know what, they right, you know what I'm saying? I'm just keep working. Get to the fight and um I felt like we seen them in the airport, you know, it's weird when you see your opponents, because I ain't them them type of dudes who hey what up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, we could fight right now, you know, when you come out the airport. But they might they might have seen me how I'm looking. If I can show you pictures how I looked, I look so drained and sap. Like you can see my cheekbones and everything. Yeah. So I had to lose about a pound and a half getting there. So weigh ins probably um a little bit later. And um, I had to go out there and sweat, put my suit on, and and dry um dry myself out. I made weight, luckily, but I just felt like, you know, what I'm saying I was kind of sapped a little bit. Yeah. So um, going into the fight, I'm all ready and prepared. I rehydrate the best I can, and um, we get down. It's like the landmark, you know, landmark here in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. It's like the landmark, we fighting outside. We go into the building. I'm a co-main event, co-main events. You know, from the fights I've been fighting in. On a high level, is that they have people and um, I forgot, I can't think of what they call right now, but they have the referee, pe- not the referee, but people that stand by you to um guide you and watch watch over the fights and the whatever. Attendance. Yeah, the attendant people. So 
we get up there. I'm looking at the co-main in the room. I'm up there by myself, and we're like, okay, there's no inspectors. No inspectors to wrap my hands. No inspectors. The referee came probably like 10 minutes later, told me the rules and everything. This, this is regular. You know, they tell you, hey, what you to watch out for. This is what I'm going to be a referee, blah, blah, blah. So now it's about 20 minutes. My brother and them on the phone watching the undercard until we about to fight. And my manager has said, you know, we don't fight until another hour because literally his clock was an hour behind because we're in Oklahoma now. We're not in the East ah, Coast. Yeah. So that was another missed timing too. But now we're just waiting. So our assistant coach go out and go find the um, inspector. Inspector said, hey, we don't got a lot of inspectors in here. Y'all got to come downstairs. So me... Um, think about it, we've been up there probably for about 40 minutes yeah. so now we gotta take everything upstairs go downstairs by the time I get downstairs it's just time to get in the ring so they mm. they um they, we didn't know there was knockouts nobody was there telling us cause usually on a professional level there's gonna be somebody that's be hey go tell them oh, we'll fight y'all is y'all, y'all walk in three minutes like that we didn't have that so nobody was around yeah. get down there I'm not warmed up yet they tell me get in the ring so we just like hey can we um Get ten minutes or whatever. Can you get a commercial? They like, no, nah, they asking for y'all now. So, had a rush, wrapped my hands. He's already ready. I seen the corner of my eye. He bouncing, had gloves on, ready. Mm-hmm. So I saw him get my hands, try to hit the mitts for like thirty seconds or like a minute. Still wasn't warmed up fully. Come out, see my mom. I mean, see my dad on the side. Dap him up, get in the ring. It just felt like a sparring match. It didn't feel like a fight. Yeah. I was physically prepared from how I trained mm-hmm. to fight. Cause if you look in the fight, I didn't get dominated. It, it was just more like I just got caught. Yeah. But it's not like I got beat. That's the best thing about it because I wasn't like, you know, damaged. Right. But because getting there and feeling so, you know, saying regular, I never got into the fight mode yet. But I would still feel like I was winning in the early rounds. And the second round came, I was getting hit with little regular shit. My dad, I hear him in the corner, like not in the corner, outside. And he's just like, yo, you're reaching, you're reaching. I felt that. I felt flat-footed. Yeah. And I felt like the shoes was heavy that I wore yes, um, that night before I told him about it. But that's only because I felt like my legs was overworked. Yeah, and you know, I felt like it was over work, so it felt heavy, you know, just from having it. So then the fight, third round came, and because my mouthpiece got fell out in the second, and that never happens. I never my mouthpiece never. My dad knew something was wrong when that happened because yeah. I'm always the type to keep everything in tight. And third round came, I said, okay, I'm aggressive on him. I'm gonna walk him down like my boy Daddy. He oh, you always shell up. It's a DC thing. We shell up, lock up, and walk him down when we have somebody who's weaker than us. Yeah. We want to apply that pressure. So I said, I'm gonna shell him down. He fought it smartly. He threw a jab to the body, stiffened me up, made me square because I was square. I said, I'm going to throw my left hook and hit him with my right hand. I threw my left hook, dropped my right hand. He caught me. He yeah. threw a sneak left hook at the same time. It was perfect timing. Yeah. He caught me. I don't know when I got up because my brother said, you know, I got up. I shook, I circled the ring and everybody was clapping because they was happy for I didn't see that. You know, I, said, I don't even remember that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the first time me. I got caught. caught. Me for real. <laughs> Only thing, like, when I look back, I look at myself always trying to fight to get up. And, you know what I'm saying? I, like, that's what inspired me. Like, yo, that nigga yeah. wasn't trying to just be, I wasn't like flat, yeah. sleep. Yeah. It was like, nigga, I was trying. Yeah, he the, was there. The last thing I remember, because uh. my legs, I told you, it was overworked. My legs got locked up when I got hit. Everything stiff and from yeah. the bottom, and I was like, "Shit!" Like that's why I was trying to get up. I couldn't move my legs. I was like, "Fuck!" At that but, point, yeah. That, at that point, that sounded like dehydration and a lack of potassium in your system. Yeah, just speaking from that whole point, it's been a doctor Joe. Not just nutrition. Yeah, just speaking from just nutrition or bullshit yeah. that I learned and all so that. So after yeah. that, you know, after the ring, you know, I know I clapped it up. I kind of my senses was coming back, and I got out the ring, and I seen him. I said. You know, because I felt like I wasn't warmed up. I told him, like, yo, we gotta, we can run that back, you know what I'm saying? We need to. And he was like, yeah, sure, sure. I run of course, he probably feel excited. Yeah, yeah, no, he <laughs> was hype. Because when he Cause... hit me, he didn't even look, you know, he didn't even know I was going to go out. Cause yeah. He, he, yeah, was he was shocked. shocked. He was like, oh, like, all right, yeah. 
It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I said it is what it is. It's your day. I don't want nobody to ruin your day. No, for sure. I can't let my shit be excuses. I just know that things would have been different. So, because after that loss, I didn't really take it as a loss, yeah. even though it's on my record. So, it was just different. Because when I came back and, um, in the back room, I seen Thomas Williams Jr. do somebody I fought and trained with. I'm not fought with. I trained with, and he was fought for a world title. And he was like, you know, saying, you say, you all right? I said, yeah. He said, you, you know what happened? I was like, no, I don't know. So he showed me and seen it, and I was like, dang. But the only thing I just picked from it was like I dropped my hand. So I was like, yeah. it is what it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He yeah. caught me from I, that. I think, you know I think when it comes to losses, man, one one of the downfall of, like, some of the greats is that they let that loss get to them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas other greats, that they lose and they were like, shit, I right, I took that L, but and then they come back and just be beaten ass, yeah. smooth after that shit. They like shit. I mean, everybody got to fall once in a while, but fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna still get out here. and I'm gonna still knock everybody else ass out. You feel yeah, me? Right. So, yeah. I have a question. Oh yeah, go go ahead. My bad. Were you done, Joe? Oh yeah, I was done. All right. <laughs> um, do you feel like do you feel like anybody treats you differently since your loss? Yeah, mm. I feel like the um. This this what happened after my loss that night. I just felt like when I was winning, nobody was showing me love. Like nobody was like, <clears throat> other than the close boys like y'all or whatever. Like people yeah. like y'all on fighting even when I win, y'all post whatever. But nobody was posting when I lost. Every news outlet that was boxing related posted me getting knocked out. It was just like, what? Damn, niggas love to see you knockouts fall, is G. a big deal though. Yeah. But it was like, damn, like okay, I get all this when I lose. Of yeah. course, it was a clean shot, you know what I'm saying? You call me this, but I get all this, everybody, you know what I'm saying? People get knocked out all the time. Yeah. You don't see everybody's highlights. Yeah. But mine's because he beat the undefeated rising mm-hmm. guy. But when I was rising, there wasn't no love. Like, wasn't, there was nothing about yeah, showing no me, attention. showcasing me. I remember yeah. feeling like that, too. I remember feeling like, wow, like, this nigga's really... <laughs> <laughs> he got 15 joints. Yeah, like he beat <laughs> niggas' ass, bro. He's he got, not like yo. He, he got a lot of he 15 got, professional bodies. He got a lot yeah. of good joints, bro. and he and he's got a at the point that you beat Keytroff. Yeah, and I, and let's, I let's felt say like about, I, about Keytroff. Keytroff was 500 amateur fights, a gold medalist in the Olympics, and yeah. he was number two in the WBC yeah. in the world, and he was undefeated. Yeah, like, all of, that stuff added. It was it, it was a lot to beat and, that guy. Yeah, and people didn't have you winning that one. It, it was all. it was a good it was a good percentage of fans that didn't have you win yeah and w- which is crazy bro because it's just off the simple fact that yo fi- hell to me 10 professional wins straight is a fucking feat yeah that I, is a fucking feat it's a thing in the sport once you win about a certain amount of fights you have to fight somebody who can fight yeah it's a thing where like okay in the beginning you trying to touch the waters to see if you can fight a regular person who can't fight after about them first five you're gonna fight somebody who can't fight a little bit after that, it's like you gotta fight somebody like you. Nigga said they get the uh, they get the plat- <laughs> they get the platinum apex lobbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You in them PC lobbies? That's what it is. Yeah, like, you're in the PC lobbies. You playing with that, diamonds yeah. now? It's like okay, uh-huh. you gotta beat somebody like you to get to that. You belt. gotta be the predator. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. To get a belt, you gotta beat somebody. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I beat somebody, but after that, it didn't feel like you know saying nothing yeah, else bro. was set I- up. And then on top of that, when it came to my manager, my belt was vacated without me knowing. Mm. I didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? And and that's my next point. It sounds like, man, a lot of this, and a lot of this is me hearing the details for the first time. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of this is just the the result of a lack of professionalism for the people that are supposed to be around the talent. Yeah. yeah. See how see how we said, you know, sports and music are synonymous? Yeah, yeah. Management. If, if I'm an artist, hey, we, we got a deal going on. I, I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. 
y'all job is to do everything else publicists yeah. trainers coaches uh promoters it's it's so many people that that put their hands in the pot yeah you Word. know i tell you what it went down because my dad did put on light in it i feel like it was like and i don't want to make this me against my manager thing but it was nah, just nah. a so much of things that that was against us because you y'all know my dad y'all know what we had before we got pro yeah so yeah. A lot of stuff since we've been pro was always against it. Everything was like no amateur stuff. We don't care. It felt like he wanted to erase our past and make sure that he was everything going forward. Yeah. And then I feel like age got in the fact that he was older. He was in his 70s. I felt like age was becoming a factor. Yeah. And then I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I won my belt, I was born with people that brought one person that fought him before was my guy, Nick Brinson, great guy. He He's out of Albany, Albany New York, and he's an awesome dude. That's, that's not really brothers. New York. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, what, that's, my, that's one of my guys You know what I'm saying yeah. He helped me out Because he fought Kitroff And he was winning Until he took a knee In the th- last round And they waved it off And it was some BS too But Damn After winning that belt I didn't work with nobody that was, I was supposed to up my game And training You know as a martial artist You train with the best You know to get better yeah. After that I wasn't training nothing But I was sparring with people I was already Whooping up on You know what I'm saying I was it, 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 no help from This me. guy sparring with Sean Porter Who's a world champion I'm sparring with my people that's not even a champion. Nobody in my camp was that was coming to spar me wasn't a champion. So it was yeah. like you gotta have somebody you know in your saying? camp that can beat your ass. Basically, nobody <laughs> can beat my yeah. ass at that point. And you know, I was at the top of my yeah. game, but nobody was able to push me to no level. So it just showed that my training wasn't, you know, pushed anymore. I felt like the funding it didn't want to help. Whatever he had to do to make me get better, he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know if his pockets were short mm. or whatever was up. He just want, didn't want to invest in whatever he had to do to but, make me better. So you you um, leaving that situation, mm-hmm. that wasn't like a hard feeling type thing. You just you just saw some things that you needed to change. Saw everything, everything. It was like you know, what I'm saying a lot of shit that was just fucked up. Once you realize, like when somebody take advantage of you, you know, like I had a contract, right? Me and my brother signed a contract of five years mm-hmm. from twenty twelve. Till 2017. 2017, when I fought Centino, this was another contract to resign that was brought up against me. So my ignorance is being just a fighter um, who just wanted to fight. When he brought the contract, let's say it's like in his room. It was me and my brother. We was in this house in South Carolina. And um, he just said, hey, you know, if you want to run it back, you know, we can keep doing this, you know, like that. So he brought it to us because we just chilling like this, playing the game or whatever, and he just cop in because he was popping check on us. So I'm thinking because we got this far, hey, Already, yeah. let's, let's you know, continue. Never really fully reading over what was going on. Yeah. Because when we first brought in the first contract, it was totally different, and he broke down every little part between me, my mom, and everybody. We was all together. This time it was just me and my brother. And we just, you know, he already had the sign part already sent to us. You know what I'm saying? Just, hey, if y'all want to run this back, you know, this is the other contract for another four years or whatever. Not knowing that that contract was one of the fucked up contracts he ever gave us. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I never got a copy till two years later until I asked for it. It was never, like, right away. So when it came to, like, um, let's say fighting tickets, my mom and them have to be up in the back, got to buy their own tickets. When it came to tickets, I asked him about tickets. He said um, that you got to pay for them, you know, this and that. So, but we see his people, his brother and everybody close on the ringside and stuff like that. Well, my parents should be, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's whatever. So when I finally got to um, talk to Al Heyman, because I was signed with Al Heyman and him. So Al Heyman is basically an advisor 
too. And advisor and management is almost basically the same, but Al Heyman steers my career, you know, when it comes to um putting me in the primetime fights, the television and everything. He's the plug that gets that. You know, he basically just say yes or no. Al Heyman asks him, do I want to fight? He be the one that is going to take it or not. And based on the money or whatever he feel like he can get it from me, he'll take it or whatever. So once I start asking questions, like, hey, what's up with this ticket thing? When I start finding out about what he was doing, and it's like, and am I supposed to get certain tickets? He said, yeah, you don't pay for tickets. He said, you don't get that. He said, that's all. That's good. You, you, you As long as you're not asking no crazy number, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as long we'll as you're not like, let's get a hundred. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I need 50 of them hoes, all VIP. He told me he can't get in my business, everywhere. but he couldn't tell me yes or no. You know what I'm saying? Pepper. So I started asking questions about stuff that was going on in my career. Yeah. And he was like, yo, that's funny. He was playing percentage shit. Let's say 33%. I was thinking, he was taking 33 for me. He said, that's way too high. He said, I don't take Word. nothing but 10%, and that's only after you make a certain amount. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Word. I don't pay out nothing right now. I haven't paid out since I've been, I've been signed with Al since 2014. Never had to pay him a dime. My mm. manager been paying him 33% every fight. You know what I'm saying? If he had a contract with me and Charlo. I was supposed to fight Charlo after, um, I, if I was the one that fight in New York where I had a loss. It was gonna be a hundred thousand from the way shit was going on at thirty three percent. I would have never seen a hundred thousand. Yeah, I probably would have probably seen like thirty, thirty, thirty or less. Easy, <laughs> easy. easy. That's why I like fucking crazy. It's bro. definitely, you know, what I'm saying I'm glad even though everything turned out what it is, and I got to be with Charlo in the camp and everything. So I'm like, it is what it is. Sometimes your enemies become your friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying. Free, yeah. free detail. I'll slap yeah. him. But <laughs> not, 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 not to be whatever. Yo, you, you, you can't fall asleep during gunshots. Talk about sliding. <laughs> Boy, not to be whatever. I'm gonna say with nah, my manager. I'm a light though, sleeper. To be honest, we did, we had a good run though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not even gonna be to be like his total negative. Yeah. Whatever we did, we did. We ran with it. We was good at it. That's his winning. And he's gonna always feel like he would have me when he was winning. So yeah. at the end of the day, at that part, he was doing his part until the part he starts slipping. But he don't see when he's slipping. He's not that person who wanna tell when he did false. He's the person you want to tell when someone else did something different. Yeah. When they, and even to this day, they probably look at me like I'm not the same. I feel like I'm still the same. It's just that it took time for shit to, you know, affect me. And once it started to affect me, it took time for me to come back to normal, too. You know what I'm saying? They don't see what, what they did to fuck me over to see how I'm affected by it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. it is what it is. But I feel like I'm better. I'm at a way better place right now. Word. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's... Let's get a round I mean. of applause for that, man. Let's get the yay. Let's get the yay this time. Yeah, man. I, don't, I don't have the yay. <laughs> I, I heard yeah, the yay. Put the yay there, bro. With your genie lamp shades on. Damn, you fucking yay, man. Hey, let's I'm hold on. Man. Let's shout out. Let's get another round of applause for uh, my nigga She popping up into the building. Hey, man. What's, what's going up, on, She, bro? How you living, bro? Welcome back to the city, my nigga. Whoa. Welcome back. I peep. Putting him on blast. Oh, welcome. Man. What if he ain't want niggas to know he was back, bro? Man, welcome. Hey, but fuck look, what niggas talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, welcome back to the city, bro. I miss you. Niggas ain't see you in the brick, G. Yeah, I miss y'all too. Word, bro. Hey. Yeah, but. What I was saying is, is like, I feel like, man, you are the same in that sense. No, it's like, yo, until shit really start to, like, affect us in a day-to-day, mm-hmm. in, a, in a productive environment, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll just fuck around. I'll figure it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, or I'm good. I'm good until shit really start to be like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, son. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because... When I finagled those uh, press passes, I was like, "Damn, that's crazy! That's a big ass fight." But yeah. he, he can't get no uh, like your mom. Uh, when I was talking to your mom and your sister, they was like, "Yeah, you know, we paid for our tickets." Da, da, da. I was like, 
yo, I understand me, but yeah. so I, I just always thought that was crazy. And it, when you told me that, I was like, yeah. damn. Everything was always keep me in the dark. He always used to say, if you don't know, you don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know when that was going to be played on us too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So we didn't know a lot of stuff. He made sure he took advantage of whatever happens. And then the bad thing about it is you don't have really proof. So it's like word of mouth. You know what right. I'm saying? A it's lot of stuff. You. Yeah, so when you come to try to prove it in a court situation, what can you really have, you know, other to prove? And that's his advantage to make sure, you know what I'm saying? That's how shicey they want to make it. It felt like like I watched the movie um NWA. Paid and seeing that shit with um Ice Cube, that shit that shit hit me. Cause it was just the same, you know what I'm saying? That same situation. When Ice Cube got on him, when he was well, Easy E, when he when he was talking to him at his house, y'all seen the NWA? I ain't watched the movie. You didn't watch it? No, I watched I know, that I shit. I know the story. And I know exactly. Me about yeah, no, yeah, I know that exactly moment when he was in his crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yo, what the fuck? No, not just Cube. When when Easy was in his crib and he said, man, found out the fucked up shit. You yeah, know yeah, that happened. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt like it, it had happened for me. It hit me. Cause I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm going through the same shit. Yeah, like, when he, yeah, when he had to look out for his own ass. You know? Yeah, what when Easy realized, like, yo, what? Hold on, hold on. This nigga old shit. Ice Cube Friday nigga was right this yeah, whole time. Basically. Nah, nah, I feel it. So tell me what what you been listening to? What, what, wait, 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 This is the no low hour. Right? <laughs> I'm asking <laughs> what you've been listening to. Wait. What you got? Yo, uh, yeah, this has been Chad, this has been great questions you've been asking. Yeah, he you wrote them down. Point, little I, ugly you, ass boy. Uh, <laughs> 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 Y'all crazy. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's very important to me that somebody like this who's been through so much, who's done so much, accomplished so much, gets an opportunity to tell their yeah. story. I never really know? got to told it to tell the truth. Yeah. I'm glad I get to tell it with my boys and be here about it. You know? Yeah. Awesome. And, and I appreciate that a lot. You know, I'm going to do my best to make sure that, you know, the world. You know the world get a hold of this. You know all forty five listeners, but <laughs> it, it would be much more if you did I'm your joking. job. Facts, <laughs> but we we not we are not gonna get into that for another episode. We're not getting into that for another episode. I want to continue to ask. So all of that that's history. What what's yeah. next? What's next? Because you you don't seem to me that you um have any interest to stop fighting yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see that at all. My um cutoff age is thirty four. You know, I'm 28 right now, so that's another six years. That's my cutoff age. I always said about 34, if I don't got everything I wanted to accomplish, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I've made a certain amount of money, but I didn't get a certain amount of accolades, and, you know, I'm done. Because I don't took a lot of punishment. I put my body through a lot of um, wear and tear because I started at 12 years old. Mm. Been professional 10 years so far. So about 34, because I don't want to be one of them guys that be like Pacquiao, or, or past their prime, be forty and fighting. Yeah. I feel like, but but let's not let's not talk about that. Yeah. I, I want to talk about what it looks like, uh, the road to whatever you envision as success. Okay, well, in 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 this arena at least, because we're gonna talk about the the rest as well. But at least mm-hmm. in in the boxing, what does success look like for you? Well, me being a world champion first, bringing back that belt to Richmond because yeah. they haven't been a world champion here, period. Mm-hmm. And they and coming up, they never, you know, they used to look at Richmond and Virginias and feel like they can just stop them, get out the way. But once we came along, I mean, there's fighters before they had um Pernell Whitaker, who's one of the greatest fighters of all time, us in Norfolk. But in Richmond, there hasn't been they any, they, you know, what I'm saying. They said they gonna here. stop at the taco stand and keep it moving, bro. And JD, <laughs> yeah, Back, like when they came in tournaments, need some, need some champs, man. <laughs> they came in tournaments. They seen Virginia. They knew it was the easy one. Yeah. When me and my brother came on the scene. We made sure they they respected us, and they Word. still respect us to this day. Word. So 
I just want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, I bring that title back you in got whatever the 40, way. You got the gloves. Nah, I'm <laughs> Might be 154 pounds going forward. Nobody knows my next move but y'all because I fought 160 most of my career. But next one out, I want to see if I can get down to 154. Everybody said that's my, my prime, you know. Yeah, that's comfy. When I, when I was an amateur, I fought at 165. When I was J.O., I fought 54, but I moved up to 165 because my brother was fighting 52. So he wouldn't be fighting the same weight class. So that's why I moved up. But I never was a 65-pounder. Even to a pro, I never was a 60-some pounder. I was just good enough and talented enough. So that says a lot, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me being bigger, even though I never was a bigger, I was just strong enough and fast enough. And I've been holding my own since. But I feel like 154 is my purest weight. You, so that's my next dude, move. I got a question. Do you think yeah. any any of the podcast members can keep up with one of your workouts? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good vlog. We strap a GoPro <laughs> to our chest and be like, <laughs> right. see, can we, can Shit, we, especially can we the way I was being like tortured in them eight years I was with the other trainer. Yeah, I think that. I don't, I don't think, think my that. elbow is good enough. Like, right I was now, hitting so the bag 10 rounds straight, all I got. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Everything I got. We, we I'm should about to fall on my knees. <laughs> we, should, we, should vlog, we should vlog that, bro. See which, which one of the three of us. Can last, last the longest, longest. yeah. <laughs> with one of one of uh, no little workouts, we can bro. we can make it happen when he come back. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. um, what about the what about the business side? That's the ath- that's the athletic part. Yeah. But New. you know your your history is telling us the us and the listeners that hey, there's some um there's some uh logistical Man. business points that I might need to improve on my yourself, yeah. let yeah. alone your team. Mm-hmm. Direction of opponents, contracts. You know what I'm saying? Sponsorships, things I missed out of that I've I've never got. You know what I'm saying? Promoting myself and everything. So me going forward, me make sure I make the right fight. You know what I'm saying? Not just having any fight. Yeah. Me making sure that um, you know my merchant and everything is intact because that could have been another sustainable income I never knew I could have had. You know what I'm saying? Me um making sure you know I get commercials and whatever else that's gonna assess my career. You know what I'm saying? Same like with my um other business I have on the side, my Easy Breezy Detailing, which is another business that I have. And I wouldn't have had that if I didn't go through all the stuff I went through, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that was actually something my girlfriend threw out to me that I made a career, I mean, a business there as, as well. But it's just like those are, I feel like, things I was missing out that, you know, because it was only just about boxing and what he wanted from me. I would never have ventured to be a, the entrepreneur that I am now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, that comes with maturity. Yeah, know? yeah. That comes with growing up. And taking somebody young, you got to think I was 18. You know yeah, what I'm saying? 18. Yeah. So you get somebody young, like you said, like rap, you get a young kid. He, he going <laughs> to fuck that money up. He going to fuck that money up for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spending all that money on dumb shit. We can segue a and little bit. And I had bit. that without money. <laughs> I still got fucked up without money. That's crazy part. <laughs> he said, damn, I'd have been all right if they had gave me the money. Yeah. <laughs> all right, look, I just want to, we, we not ending. I want to say, though, yeah. before we transition into the second half of the show, thank you again, man, for telling your story. I, it's, it's, a lot of that sh- it's a lot of that shit I never knew about you. you yeah, know? it's still a lot. It's, that, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's still a lot. 10 a, years worth. You should write a book or something, man. <laughs> nah, that, that, that's a good-ass good idea. <laughs> just off the conversation yeah. we had, like, just on the phone 101. I think we sat on the phone for damn near, what, like an hour? Yeah. Just talking about shit? Nah, that would actually be a very good idea, yeah. bro. Before yeah. we break, what's your view your personal perspective of boxing as an industry right now and i got another question after that right now i feel like boxing is in a good state it's in a good state i feel like a lot of things are opening up and people are realizing like the casual fans want more out of people they want more out of fighters 
They're not allowing certain things. They're not allowing certain competitions. And of course, the powers that be still going to make stuff happen. Let's say like the Floyd and Jake Paul sparring things, which mm. I really personally don't feel too much about it. Can I say something about the Jake Paul shit? Go ahead. That shit whack as a bitch, bro. And I want to see some real, like, <laughs> actual boxers, like, out that bitch slugging it out. And I want to see it more often, bro. I do not want to see no fucking Jake Paul, little Lily White WWE ass out here fighting, bro. But, but what it is is that, you know what I'm saying, I have to congratulate Mayweather. Is that him making another way how to make money without fighting competitively against... I mean, because real, anytime you're in the ring, to tell the truth, your life is in danger. Like, right. every fight that I've been in, one shot can end my career. Word. Because people been dying in the last five years. It's been probably three or four deaths in boxing from punishment, from wow. getting head, um, people getting the head traumas and mm-hmm. um, bleeding in the brain. And so, uh, it's you, you, you can make the argument that it will be that boxing currently right now is potentially more uh, dangerous than UFC. Is that a fair assessment? I don't know. UFC to me always seems super dangerous because yeah. I feel like you know they don't get paid enough. They get a lot of damage. They take knee. Like, yo, bro, you know your your legs keep you up all day, bro. Like, you get smacked with your support system. Fuck up, yo. No, but I mean, just the death ratio and just the danger ratio, it seemed like boxes, bro. Like, they be getting hit. But a a lot of the fighters, like the people who've been dying, and I can't say this 100% factual, but because they've been drained, because the torment you put your body through before you compete. Word. For fighters, that's the Word. difference. You know what I'm saying? UFC fighters, I know they train is almost similar, but they go like five minute, three minute rounds. Like we go 12 minute. You know what I'm saying? We and fight for 30 minutes straight. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's that's one thing. But people dehydrate like me. I was one of the guys who lose 30, you know what I'm saying? 30, almost 40 pounds for a fight. And sometimes, you know. Show me the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Health wise, it's bad. Drew but as fighters, like a crackhead. I'm not the only fighter who go through this. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot Word. of fighters. There's champions, you know, like Javante, or they used to be like Earl Spence. I don't know if they're still the same. You know what I'm saying? But these guys who carry big weight, there's guys who's heavyweights who go down to almost welterweights, you know, when they come to competition. And, and for your health wise, it's bad because you can hurt your liver. You can whatever, you know what I'm saying? You dehydrate yourself. And that's where these deaths probably been coming from, you know, the dehydration into yeah, the brain. Not having the air to the brain I, and when they get hit, your head your head is like a um an egg in a jar, bro. Like just, like when you get smacked, you know, you're just shaking. Your brain's shaking in there. And I know we said we was gonna go on a break, but one question I do wanna um ask before that. Yeah. When it comes to dropping weight and just having that like do as a boxer, do you seek that perfect like um muscle mass to stamina ratio like you have to sacrifice strength versus having stamina because i know if you have more muscle mass on mm-hmm. your stamina tends to be shorter if you don't train your stamina as consistently as you weight lift well going into the new asia boxing more oh. fighters is thinking like that you know what I'm saying like me my last fight i feel like i prepared more like that where i didn't lose a lot of muscle mass i was yeah. still i just lost the fat you know what i'm saying so i was still good and i felt like my last competition i felt great Compared to the other ones that I fought, I feel like I felt more alive and everything. So, right. you know, going to that, I feel like that's why I feel like adding to the um, new state of boxing, like people are being more specific at how their body needs to be going into yeah, the Yeah, you feel like the, um as far as just the training with, just the science behind just body yeah, mass yeah. is significantly more advanced than what it used to be. And that was one thing I didn't do before. I never prepared my body better. I just worked. Work yeah. and wear and tear. And that was another thing. I wear and tear my body. I never had the massages, you know what I'm saying? Eating Word. the better way and stuff like that. I'm doing it now. And after being with Charlo, which I can, you know, commend that brother. After being with him, that man's a champion. That, he break he take care of his body to the seat. As someone who weightlift and just seeing like how, you know, our friend Coda 
consistent. Oh, seeing how how her friend Coda consistently go into yeah. just getting massages and shit. No, that shit actually because yeah. I'm paying for it now. As far as just yeah. joint pain, me too. <laughs> yeah, like weightlifting wise, like I consistently have like knee and elbow pain. Granted, my elbow pains mostly been triggered for me hitting my fucking elbow from taking a shower and hitting my funny bone. But just like <laughs> knee pain, like no, that shit is an actual thing. And massages and therapy yeah. is something you really should do after weightlifting. That's definitely yeah. and just taking like fish That's yoga. Oil. Yeah, just taking. I haven't fish took oil. yoga yet. <laughs> yoga lit. Yeah, yoga. personally, I got to the point where I cannot physically push anymore for myself. Yeah, like, I need assistance. It and is not and assistance is healing. Yup, and joint need. support, bro. That joint yeah. support is significant, bro. I wish I would have right. took more. Last question before break. Yeah. Um, what do you have for the up and coming fighter? What if you could give them some tips, some advice for for the 18, 19, 20 year old new mm-hmm. fighters starting their amateur career, starting their, you know, or maybe just starting professional. What you got for them? I got um I want them to be themselves. Be themselves 100%. Don't let the money change you. Don't let people try to steer you a certain way. And these are coming from my experiences that, you know what I'm saying, you take control, you are your own boss. Remember that. You know, mm-hmm. I was manipulated that I wasn't my boss. My own you know, at the time, I always thought somebody else was in control. But realize that you are in control no matter what goes on. All the money and everything is just there to, to blind you or whatever. Whatever is your, you know, market of what you want to market yourself, be that to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of it. Read your contracts. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? What they send to you, send it to a lawyer. Don't give a fuck what they do. If you can't say, can I take this to my lawyer for a, a day or two and bring it back, don't do no business with them. If Word. they don't like that, that same day, period. Because they say, no, it's going to be done after this, or this is a one-life chance, fuck that. If they're good enough and their word is good enough, you should be able to take it to your lawyer for a review, and you can send it right back and, and check it off. Other than that, be yourself to 100% and market yourself and realize this is a business first. All the friends, all whatever it is, is, is all smokes and mirrors, so just take it 100% as a business once you step into the money room. Anybody who's giving you money, and have money involved, there's nothing but snakes involved. So mm. make sure you take that very seriously. So once you step into the money realm, if you fighting as an amateur, just fight. But when it comes to money, everybody's coming at you all sideways and every way to get what they want to get advantage of. You so. say everybody trying to get a charger uh, SRT. Yeah. <laughs> 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 take us out the break, chat. Yeah, we're going we gonna to take a quick break, man. We're going to get the cameras and everything reorganized. That's Give my a man a break. Let him get some, <laughs> get something to drink or something. He been Word. talking up a storm. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right, man. Podcast bike, podcast back, podcast bike. What's up, y'all? And this is the ignorant section. <laughs> That's not what this is about. This is the ignorant section. All right. Well, what are we gonna talk about? Matter of fact, let me let me set it off. Valentine's Day. Who you fucking on, Chad? Shit, it's Palentine's Day for me, nigga. It's all I'm beating my dick to smithereens. (laughs) It's all it's me and my friends. You're left and right. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) The gang's all here. (laughs) These are my hands, and they were made for me. What's what's y'all Valentine's Day plans, man? Man. She. Welcome, she to the pod. Tell them, tell them about you. What's up, my man? Y- yes, y'all y'all have heard Rashid before. Rashid is uh, in Joe's spot right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He gonna hold it down. He's uh, just just hopped off the road from Philly. Straight out of Philly. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a good joke. Thank you for joining us, Eagles my man. Gang. For sure. Yeah, so yeah, saying. man. What's y'all Valentine's Ka-ka! Valentine's Day? What's, <laughs> what's good? What you what you getting into, Sheed? 
Dang, that's a good ass question. Oh, he beating his dick. Nolo. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put something together now. Yeah. Nigga, it's the like, 11th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. it's all, <laughs> listen, though, Valentine's Day is on Monday, so we got to do everything this weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. So, so I got, I got a couple Jones I can do, but I don't know yet. Couple Jones. Ooh, yeah. you know this is a nationwide podcast. You better be careful out here, boy. Yeah, turn this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might throw, you know, a, a, a few unsolicited gifts out there. You oh, know, you hitting uh, the cash apps, boy. Yeah, you know, my cash app, a few of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, they got the bonus, don't know how to act. You better double up. <laughs> you know, Future made a, a Valentine's Day song. What? Yeah. How it go? Yeah. It's, it's the, it's, uh, apparently, when you rich, Valentine's Day is the worst day. It's a new drop from Future. He dropped it today uh, called Worst Day. And uh, apparently, he got too many bitches. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I, I, I. I I'd rather be rich with those are the kind of problems I would like. That boy said he spent like two, three, two, three million dollars on women alone. It's the future one. Yeah, yeah, future worst day. Valentine's Day, the worst day. Got two men in a fleet. I pop the ever. Yeah, yeah. Hell no. This gonna be the one. This gonna be the song you wake up to. She blunt for my game. Not trying to lie to you, I don't want to explain. Took off on a store run and jumped on a plane. Every single birthday on another private location. All right, that's enough. All right, all right, all right. No, that, shit, that shit tough. That's a vibe, though. Ain't <laughs> that shit tough. Chad hate new music. That's what we be saying. I hate Future. I ain't going to lie to you. Really? Future the GOAT, bro. Hmm. He grew on me. I'm not, he's not a person that I'll really go out there and download his album and listen to him. Every time I listen to his songs, I'm like, I see how he got how he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got, for sure. He got a vibe. Wait, so everybody in this room single right now? Would you? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> nah, what you? Uh, what you? What you? What you trying to cook up for your Valentine's Day, Nolo? Who? Who your Valentine's? Who you gonna let them know on the pod or 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 or? Oh, yeah, I, my girl, Shantina. man. These these niggas be all over social media, <laughs> yeah, man. They, yeah. they, they should know what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing. I don't hide anything. Uh, but her her cousin boy, though. Boy. <laughs> her cousin her cousin got them fucking yams boy I be like god damn boy somebody gotta stop me calm down Bucko pull, pull, pull that joint up bro right, pull, up. <laughs> pull it up yeah I need to see who he talking about oh oh Taylor man god damn <laughs> yeah, I need to see you got the name and everything yeah. you know for sure yeah you just reminded me I forgot about that joint no, he got that shit about he was something with the T he was you was almost close I know our <laughs> listeners like B got a new crush every week I do yeah, I do he got the post what's y'all what's y'all what's y'all what's y'all philosophy on the uh, on Valentine's Day I, I was talking to somebody today you know joking around huh, what we doing for Valentine's Day T he I f- she said I feel like love should be expressed Every day. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, so true. I don't really care. We can do anything. That's true. I feel like I'm just doing it for um for us to be apart. Not so much that we both don't really care for the holiday, mm. but it's for us to have make history. You know what I'm saying? That mm. we have some... Don't make no babies. <laughs> make history. <laughs> we want to be a part of stuff to say, you know, we've done stuff in those times. You know what I'm saying? Me, By skipping. <laughs> he said, don't pull out. Hey, just got the plan. I'm the pull out day. God, yo, chill. Well, <laughs> 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 they supposed to be the one next. We better look, than look, he going to go first. Nah, <laughs> it ain't me, bro. I'm telling Donovan you. Donovan been lost. Yep, bro. <laughs> 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 that nigga lost two seasons ago, nigga. <laughs> Man, listen, the fact of the matter is men don't give a fuck about no damn Valentine's Day. 
But if you got a girl that you uh you talking to, she might not. She might say she don't care about Valentine's Day, she but can. she yeah. can. It's, it's, a bunch it's of that, women getting love. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna they're gonna feel the type of way. Exactly. It's that peer pressure that we gotta feel every time. My wallet is not gonna thank me for this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna feel some kind of way. Yeah, think think about this, yo. April, I got my sister birthday on the first. Yeah. My girl birthday on the fourteenth. And my mom's on twenty eighth. Damn. <laughs> now that's like a Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's, a lot. that's a lot right there, right? So, how much how much are you spending on Valentine's Day? That's a good question. What's the cap? The most I've ever no spent, most I've ever spent on Valentine's Damn. Day was like, <laughs> ain't no cap, this ain't no cap, ain't no cap, ain't no cap. But if I had to say, most I spent was like three hundred. That ain't that, that ain't, ain't bad. That that's, ain't, that's a nice that's dinner. Right. That's a nice dinner and a gift. Yeah, you get a gift, dinner, roses, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a nice dinner and a gift. That's Me, a good night. I, I'm a I'm a go all out nigga for Valentine's Day, bro. Cat, I'll, I'll drop a, a I'll drop bands. a bands. I've dropped a band before on Valentine's Day. A band. Yeah. What y'all do? Easy. Out of town, telly, you know what I'm saying, flowers, yeah. big ass bears, chocolates, you know what I'm well, saying, nice whole, dinner. He got to write the book on you know this. He saying? know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it. Yo, I, I want to, because look, bro, it ain't, I know if, if especially if I'm dealing with a, a woman that holidays are very important to her, Christmas, yeah. even though those aren't my thing, it, it ain't really about me as a nigga, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So if this is super important to you, Oh, I'm gonna I'm spend the bag. I, yo, but you better not ask for shit else. No so, lie. Shit else. You probably else. got a bad bitch right now thinking like, yeah, yeah, that's a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's spending a bag on me. Yeah. <laughs> so, if if I got it, so, I mean, I've been broke one Valentine's Day. I had to make this junk an AMV montage. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, this all I got. <laughs> Philosophically, Valentine's Day doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I'm all for compromise, and if, if the woman I'm dealing with, yeah, I'm at a point, maturity-wise, I'll figure it out, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but it wasn't always that. You know, I would fight Valentine's Day pretty hard. But just because of, like I said, philosophical reasons. Yeah. Why, I think what bothers me, not only is the fact that it doesn't really make sense, it's just, it's just a custom, but when it's mandatory, yeah, the, yeah. the mandatory... Uh, yeah, that pressure that if if this is not, uh, if this doesn't go well, if the fourteenth isn't good, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about nothing else that's happened between us. I've I've been there, you know. Dang. Oh yeah, yeah. so really, yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. If this day ain't right, all that other shit don't count. So the fact of the matter is, February fourteenth is a get out of jail free card for men. Is that what you're saying? It, yeah. Explain yeah, it. That's not, if you've been cheating, if you've been cheating, what I'm saying is right. What I'm saying, this is like if you've been cheating. This is the perfect excuse to be like, all right, I'm, I did this for you. I shouldn't have to be like, I should be good for the rest of the year, type shit. You know what I mean? Good until a birthday or yeah, Christmas, whichever one comes first. I mean, I, let me tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. And this is a generalization. I know podcast is getting canceled for this. Okay. Um, let, we I love cancellations. <laughs> Woman, woman, in my experience, are sometimes just really forgetful. You yes. know, especially when it comes to the good things. Yes. So Valentine's Day is like a highlight. You're gonna have pictures. You're gonna have uh, mementos, like you said, teddy bears mm-hmm. and gifts and shit that they're gonna look back. And that lasts for a little while. You yeah. know, you might get a you might get a good week or two out of that. But the bad shit, I think, in my experience has held a lot more weight than the good shit, like a good Valentine's Day. I can agree with that. 
the fact of the matter is, most women only worry about the now. They necessarily worry about what you did before. You know what I mean? How they feel in that moment yeah. is is all that matters. Yeah. This takes this, over. This yep. birch about to make you forget <laughs> all the times <laughs> I told you I'm playing the game. <laughs> Why you call me? But yep. at that but at that point, I I I fear. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know about this, but I fear having to keep. How can I keep up with your emotions? My biggest thing, mm. my biggest thing is, I don't, I don't necessarily look at it as like mandatory. My biggest thing is, is like not you. Well, her. of course, yeah, but I'm big on traditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my biggest thing. Like not holidays, but certain traditions. Like we have this podcast. We usually go out to eat. That's a, that's a moment for me. That's a kind of like a tradition, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so if I'm with my girl and she's like, Hey, Valentine's day is very important to me. I'm not looking at it as a holiday. I'm not looking at what other niggas doing, yeah. but I'm going to do my damn best to make this tradition as fruitful as possible for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted, yes, you know, sometimes women can be forgetful. And I, I've been in a lot of situations where I'd be like, damn, bitch, you ungrateful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. see all this shit that I did for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this one time I, I, I can't right. Um, but I've also, you know, been in situations where it's been like, all right, well, I could do more, but I just say all of that to say, yo, traditions are important to me. So if it's important to her, yo, you got, if you, but don't give me that get out of jail free card where it's like, oh, well, I don't really care. I'm going to ask you three times. Yo, you sure? Yo, you Um, sure? All right, we standing out. I also feel like, you know, females, which is different from males is like, we don't look at each other or what we do Mm -hmm. and feel like we're. Um, we have to compete with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think females do. Whereas, like, because you treated your girl a certain way and you treated your... They're around that all day. And they're seeing relationships. Like, us growing up, they always say, like, females was more mature than males at times. So, mm-hmm. they're watching relationship shows on as teen, as kids and teens growing up. We're watching what we watching. Like, <laughs> we're whatever watching... Whatever you into. Next to, uh, you know, basketball, whatever, Nickelodeon. BT Uncut. Yeah, they watching the relationships, already seeing how they... <laughs> this man... It's, 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 it, yo, ignorance is bliss right now. But boy, they're watching what they already could be already. So, they looking at each other females. Like, he taking you out. He doing this and that. You know what I'm saying? So, because she might not want it, but today she do. Because her all her other friends and everybody else is... You coming a part of a relationship. That that competition element is is a big deal. I think. Yeah. I think and niggas is like that too, to a degree, but not every. When you when you show up to school, like if it was if it was the first day of school or uh-huh. a Jordan drop, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody else got the Jordans that you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That made you feel some type of way. You it know? depends if the girls at them though. But here's the difference. I mean, they can feel cool, but if all the girls <laughs> at you because you got your cool toys, oh, that's the difference. Yeah, you, I'm getting pussy because of these cool grades. That's what I. You getting pussy? I see you getting pussy. I want that. I go to my mom. I will be like, "Why well, can't I get some cool grades?" Nah, we broke. <laughs> go boil water for your bath. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. bitch, or, or Christmas. Christmas was a hard time for me growing up because you know my family's never celebrate Christmas, but I had yeah. to watch. All of my friends and even my other family members, because it was particularly my mom. Yeah. But I had to watch my cousins. I had to watch my close friends, y'all, mm-hmm. get stuff for Christmas. And I'm like, damn, bro. And it was shit that I wanted. Playstations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Toys. You know, control. And, and that, over the years, mm-hmm. had an impact. But it had an impact. It made me very resent Christmas. That's why I'm a, a, a Grinch now. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I can only imagine that's what they feel on Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, it's definitely. Damn. It's definitely. They look at them, they want to be a part of it, and that's what we have to 
Compete with it. Yeah. You got to do your best. <laughs> I ain't competing with nobody. Because <laughs> if we take that same perspective and make it for like grownups and stuff like that, right? A mm-hmm. lot of women prioritize relationships. Men prioritize purpose, you know, yeah. mission, all yeah. that, right? Uh, so I don't know. These niggas know. be caping for uh, if we're talking about If we're talking about the I'm average... I'm trying to get some pussy. If we're I'm, talking about the average masculine man, average masculine man is going for oh, what he wants. Toxic mission, right? man, I, I think, I think man, it's alpha male. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an uh, <laughs> argument to be had on, on both uh, with both sexes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't celebrate Valentine's stop, Day, you're stop, a beta stop, male. Stop, stop, It's an argument to be had on both sexes because mm. women now are... The new niggas, like that's a fact. Women yeah. are savage to to dudes, you know. Women are carrying dudes. Dudes is acting like bitches when it come to females. I want a PlayStation mm-hmm. Four for Valentine's Day. Um, what well, is that? What, what did you... I got to do with him? <laughs> no, he's trying to act like I want a reverse gift for Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Why do you think Valentine's Day is so important for women though? Because they prioritize relationships. Oh, well, look what my man did for me. You know, and then they show their friends. And then it's like, oh, damn, my man ain't doing this. Oh, bitch, you single. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then you, they start feeling that peer pressure to do the same thing. Like, okay, why you not doing this for me? You know what I mean? I, I think I, that makes sense. Mm. But I just don't want to say, oh, you know, women prioritize relationships and men prioritize. No, that's not that's not nah. really true. Because women nowadays women, are so rare-driven. Women will, will say, you know what? Fuck these niggas. I'm going yeah. to school. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to get my bag. Uh-huh. And they'll be more focused on... Um, Impressing or being uh, in a in good standing with their peers, which is other women that might be in their in their field, mm-hmm. than than they are thinking about men. Women the new niggas. But here's the new thing man. about that: the new niggas, man. Women like that struggle to find good relationships. And you know what's crazy about that is is that I recently had an experience. Um, well, not recently, but um, during one of my unemployment periods, which is I've had many. Um, you know, I was talking to this young lady, very career driven young lady. Um, and I had no job, so I kind of got to play like a house husband role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, I'd wake up, I wake up, she, she'd be ready to go to work. I wake up, cook breakfast, wash the dishes, bring her breakfast while she at work. Then I go play the game while she at work. <laughs> then around lunchtime, I get off the game, go make lunch, clean up the house, sweep. Yeah. Then I bring her lunch on her lunch break, hang out with her, watch an episode or whatever she want to watch. Then after that, I go back and play the game till she get off, cook dinner, clean up the house a little bit, mm-hmm. play the game a little bit, uh-huh. get some ass, and go to sleep and do it the next day. <laughs> so, and that shit was hard. Fine. That shit was hard, bro. So that shit was hard. So how, how did how did that make you feel? I mean, I. I couldn't do it forever, though. I could tell you that for yeah, sure. Talk to your mic, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on today, but I, I definitely, I definitely couldn't do it. I couldn't see me doing it forever because I'd be like, bro, I gotta, I gotta get out of this fucking house. I'm gonna yeah. go, you know, I, I need to go do groceries or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was, it was definitely an interesting and enlightenment, uh, in, interesting and enlightened, enlight. Oh, fuck. Enlightening. Yeah, enlightening yeah. time yeah. to be able to kind of just experience that reverse role of what. You know, kind of what they want, mm-hmm. and I could see, I could see, yo, if I didn't have career goals, aspirations, and and wanted to do all these other things, not that I don't feel like I couldn't do that as mm-hmm. a house husband, mm-hmm. but you know, for some couples, it, it works. My cousin, in, can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like um that parenting do a big part in the how the roles are flipping? Mm-hmm. Where, oh yeah, like definitely does. The female for being single mothers raising the men to be more 
feelings and not say feminine, but express themselves more, mm -hmm. which they're able to be more like a female. And with the women's being like from the niggas that they're dealing with, more like fuck them and do it. They act more negative ways now. Do you feel like that's the reason why? I'm sure. I'm sure that contributes to it. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of this stuff is by. Cause now, like you said, the women are more like fuck that. You know, they acting more like dudes. You but, know what I'm but, saying? But and I guys think be more female. Like I think mm -hmm. that I think that's a reaction. You know, yeah. I I think that's a reaction for okay, the world been this way. We've been, you know, down mm -hmm. yeah. as as women for so long. Now we got the freedom to really do what we want to do. Yeah. Uh, and this would this what we choose to do with it. Okay, I can't I can't really depend on niggas to. Um, to be loyal or yeah. to do shit the way that I think is and the right. The game been spun so much. Now they know it. They know. It. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. The chance of me finding a nigga that's gonna do shit the way that I really think it should be done, it, it, niggas ain't shit. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so with with that being said, I need to go ahead and just focus on me and what I and get what the best that I can get for what I believe in. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is going on. And I think it, it goes a little bit deeper than that, chat. Um, I want to say my mom's age, you know, probably y'all grandparents' age, mm -hmm. um, women weren't able to open a line of credit by themselves until the 70s, I think it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They literally had no choice but to depend on men for you couldn't get yeah. a loan in your name yeah, as a and, woman. And that's by design. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These were things women could not do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what, it takes two generations to break the curse, which would lead us to our generation. Now women are able to do, you know, the pay gap is is closing. It's still there, but it's closing. You know what I'm saying? So now women are truly not dependent on men. They don't have to be dependent on men for anything. And they're just taking the boat and riding with it. Fuck it. I feel them. You so, know what I'm saying? Let me ask y'all this then. What do y'all think is the, the ideal relationship for all three of y'all? Because for me personally, like growing up, I want um, I want a wife. I want a stay-at-home wife. You want to stay at home, wife? Yeah, I want to cook. I want to cook, clean, all that good stuff. Take care of the kids. <laughs> Nigga want her to shut the fuck up. We say shut the fuck up. Damn, she, she gotta do all that. <laughs> but you know, that's that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like is the most ideal. Because I feel, uh, I mean, women women will do what they need to do. You know what I mean to get by. Mm -hmm. But as far as like, I feel like most women will want a man to take care of everything and just like chill. You know. And just do all the household stuff. You, I feel you, like women are a lot happier that way. You want a girl with a 480 credit score, huh? A 480 credit score? Yeah, <laughs> I want to. Um, oh no! <laughs> I think I think it's hard. I think it's hard to say. Mm. Uh, I think my relationship should be like this because mm. I don't know who the person I'm a. Mm. I don't really mm. have my requirements for the person that I'm gonna deal with. Are it's it's kind of a short list, yeah. you know, and they. I feel like that's an individual, you know, like you get to live a life that you want to live. I'm never trying to, you know, change that. Mm. Is that going to cause us to have to work out some shit, figure out what's compatible? Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. it, it makes the shit a little more complicated because we're not assigning roles, you know. Yeah. But that... I feel like that's a good thing because if I if I try to assign a role and, or I got this expectation of what shit is supposed to be before I even meet you... Mm -hmm. How can how can I really get to know you for what you really trying to do or make this thing uh something that's flexible? But you kind of spoke on like a, a lot of women who want that. You know what I'm saying? They already have a mind of a man that they 
already want to be in. If you don't fill that role, yeah, you, know, you I, might be a great guy. I've definitely been victim one to part, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going out of that. I've been victim to that, nigga. I've been cut from the team. But isn't that what dating is for, though? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that the process. Standards. You know the yeah. standards. Yeah. I just personally don't believe in, in, and I think it can work. There are some people who look at those traditional roles mm-hmm. and they like, nah, I, that worked for that, me. That, I fuck with. It's probably a, a good percentage of people. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, but I do like to leave room for a, a little bit of flexibility in that. Like, I, I don't really have an expectation of mm-hmm. this what our life gonna look like because. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's it's room for improvement and change in those roles that are you know traditional to us. I can agree on that's that. That's understandable. Yeah. That's that's like how my relationship I feel like is because we both took each other from what we was and we didn't put no expectation on each other. We just kind of wrote it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We took it and we learned and we trying to build. I always thought that my other half would want to want to almost do everything I could yeah, or learn oh, everything she gonna I could. She gonna be a boxing trainer. Nah, she ain't got be all that. <laughs> But at least, you know, if I wasn't in a position to be or do things, she would be able to do it, too. That's mm-hmm. what I always, like, kind of wanted to envision. But yeah, and it's a long relationship. This is, like, seven, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Eight years. That's but it's, crazy. like, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. He the best thing me. about it is to come. I do have to thank you. It's all because of Role Lady, to tell the truth. <laughs> I told, <laughs> I told this cal- nigga, sliding them DMs, He told me call back. You know what I'm He told me call back. I wish Imani gave me that credit. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Niggas I just feel like, you know, over the time we, you know, when things happen, our communication is what seal our relationship. Because if it mm-hmm. wasn't for us having them bumps, because there's times you do things that they're not going to like. Yeah. And things you're not going to like. But it's like them times was time of growth. And we didn't put it, oh, you're not like this. I don't like that. You're going to leave. It's like, okay, we throw out options. Like, I would like something like this or, you know what I'm saying? And I would see if I can, you know, if, in myself. Should I do that? You know what I'm saying? To make myself mm. better. If I see if that was wrong to do it, I'll do it. If I don't, we'll explain it and we'll try to see out why do you want me to do this? You know what I'm saying? We'll just try to communicate. I just feel so, like communication is the biggest part of any relationship. So let me ask you this. Like, do you feel like the fact that y'all didn't have any expectations in the beginning kind of mm. left room for error? It did. It mm. did. It left room for error because it was like, let's say like our time now, We it's not marriage. There's no, um, let's say, house in our name. It's ourselves, mm. stuff like that. But that's like, those are the times that we able now to like get on top of it. You know right. what I'm saying? But the errors that we did have, it was like it wasn't major. It was almost critical at one point, but it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, it could have ruined the relationship or whatever. Right. It was able for us to still build off it. Cause we both was young, fresh out of high school, going into it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like us being more mature now and stuff, we was able to grow. And things that we did in the early we don't do anymore because mm-hmm. of the yeah. the time we had to you know, weed out with each other. You right. doing this, I'm doing that. Does this work? Does it not? We argue a little bit. We learn how to, to live with each other a little bit. We're not mm-hmm. really in one household yet, but we learn how to live on each other and everything. Yeah. So it did, I mean, to back to your, your your question, yeah, it did have room for error in between. So what do y'all think is the most ideal way to start something? With no expectations or with expectations? No expectations. With I feel expectations. like it depends on the um the person. With mm. expectations. So what, look how y'all both so get to. I want both of y'all to teach <laughs> y'all points. Why y'all think that? Well, y'all heard my explanation already. Yeah. Well, I go into stuff with expectations. Um, uh-huh. You know, they're not a lot of them. It's a really small list, actually. You know what I'm saying? You so have, name them for me. What are your expectations okay. when you meet a woman? So you have to understand that everything is up for negotiation. Mm. Um, two, um, I have some non-negotiables though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
mainly, and these are just recent. I just recently figured this out. Like, I cannot be with a woman who does not like anime as much. I really don't. That's a wait, big thing for you. Wait, it's, wait, wait. It's let's a stay, big let, thing. Let, let, let's stay. I don't want you to derail. Stay on your expectations. That's an expectation. <laughs> no, yeah. what are what are the expectations? You like? have to like anime as much as me. No, I mean the expectations as far as like, what do you expect from her to from, do for you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I expect you to 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 be um understanding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I expect you to be flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't I can't deal with this the nigga. Life. Expectations is that it ain't no expectations, <laughs> bro. I don't like that. Because you're saying the same you thing. Have, you just you have, arguing with me. You have closed-minded people who aren't willing to budge. That's that's, that's on not, their own expectations. So let me, that's let, not expectations let me you, for a relationship. Let me give you an example of expectation that I have. Right. All right. What's the expectation you got? I'm leading the ship. You following? Period. Okay. If you don't want to do that, then we just not going. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's just not going to be what it is. Do you subscribe to that? Yeah, exactly. Do you subscribe to Shit, that? You if leave. you say no, you can go. But Wait, if you do, we can keep this. You want a submissive woman? Exactly. A submissive woman. Yeah, no, that's a, that's that's what expectation mean. Not not your deal breakers and non negotiables, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Can I ask a question in so between this? As you ask, okay, what about uh, independent women with your expectations? Because there's a difference. Having a woman who's ready to be submissive uh-huh. than somebody who's independent, who's used to doing stuff themselves and uh-huh. coming into a relationship where somebody has to be like you, where you want every all everything mm-hmm. to be on you, but she's used to being independent. I Do have you think no, it will work out? I have no problem dealing with a woman who's independent, but if she's giving me a if she's not being compromising or, you mm-hmm. know, just Overall, being submissive when it needs to be, then I don't think it's gonna work. Cause when you can't have. I'm speaking from experience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm speaking from experience with me. I'm, hey, she I'm being I, independent. We you know, finna, independent. We finna be butting heads. If that's the case. Hey, she I, I got that. I I've had that. I have that issue too. When, when does she need to be independent for you? What do you mean? You said not being. Um, oh, not being submissive. When does she need to be submissive for you? All the time. <laughs> Yo, we. What? Hey, it's an hour and twenty four <laughs> minutes in. We're gonna move topics real quick. I'm, we I'm getting so, canceled off for that. Hold on, hold on. We didn't. Oh, Chad is bro. Y'all make yet. it seem like we can I'm good. Listen, listen, I'm listen, good. listen. We gonna, we, listen. We gonna end up on a Twitter clip, listen. and it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna play this music. My bad, my bad. I'm gonna play this song real quick. We gonna oh, end up. She, you gotta get off the mic, listen, boy. You y'all make it seem like. Listen, listen. Y'all make it seem like being submissive is a bad thing. All it is just you means that you throwing gas on the fire, my nigga. You're compliant. That's I mean, all. There's some women who all they want to do is Come, cater to a man. Exactly. Compli- exactly. She gotta scrub your feet, huh? Not two days Music. I'm telling you, that's not going over well. This track hard too. We just lost all. We we lost all fifteen percent of our female viewers. That one track. Master recipes on the stove. New pushing team. The number on the jersey is the price. You order diet coke. That's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? Damn, son. Where'd you find it? Detroit nigga challenge. What's your dope like? If your bins bigger, step it up to ghost life. Was I only misdemeanor? My tunnel vision's better under stove lights. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? My workers compensated so they don't strike. Wish me luck, see green like Don Bishop. The ones you trust don't change like them chains you tuck. Far as I'm concerned, who's the best? Me and Yezos. Washed and dried, give me all of my Damn, son, where'd you find this? Your bitches in them pictures, but they laser tagging us. They mad at us. Who wouldn't be? We became everything you couldn't be. Everything your mama.
Yeah. The Porsche's horse is revving like, look at me, saddle up. I'm still pitching, baby, batter up. Imaginary players ain't been coached right. Master recipes on the stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? All you niggas get it off the boat, right? But only I can really have a snow fight. Detroit nigga challenge, what's your dope like? If your bin's bigger, step it up to ghost life. The flow's untouched, the drums is tough. Drive cullin' in when roads get rough. Snow's a must, the nose We're gonna let that joint breathe a little bit. That's Diet Coke by Pusha T, man. That shit's tough. That shit tough. Visual tough, too. I'm, I'm so glad that he is just continuing. You feel me? You like that song? Cool. I know you're a Drake fan. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Big Drake fan. Yeah. Mm. It's cool. That's like that shit fire, but you know what I'm saying? That's cool. They had to ask no, you because I know you Big Drake. Yeah, yeah, Big Drake. No, 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 no. The, the, the visual is tough, though. The visual along with the music is just. I, I appreciate good music no matter where it comes from and no matter what my bias is. So he like Kanye, good music. You know, hear that, that sub? <laughs> Kanye co-produced that joint too. I I I, I, I fuck with whatever they got going on. What Kanye got going on, good to hear Push. Yeah. All them niggas, man. He won his family. Kanye back. did a, um, oh, another thing is Black History Month. We ain't talking about that. Damn right. Yeah. It's only one month. I mean, we got Black History Month. Shortest month of the year. Shortest month of the year. You know what I'm saying? Black History Lunar Cycle. Um, and I saw Kanye West did um like a, a deaf poetry slam for Bro, Black History Month. You seen that? I didn't, no. but I was about to say Kanye seen West on be? some shit right now. What you mean? The whole situation with Kim Kardashian and uh all that fiasco. Yeah. Uh, and the chicky dating. Um, what's her name? The white actor. He dating Julia. white girl. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, like yeah, I, I don't know so. if I like that. You know, I don't mm. know. Um, I don't like that at all. I I think uh I feel like you know when you going through your uh divorce mm-hmm. custody issues mm-hmm. it's it's a way to do that you know it you is. don't have to you don't have to weaponize the the media that's what i yeah. think he's doing and and i i think that's what i don't like that's kind of whack you know you're trying to turn strangers against fans and strangers you don't like losing who Kanye. Yeah, it, it just seemed like a dude who just don't like shit not going his way. Yeah, so you I, don't, I'd be sick if my baby mama didn't let me into my kid's birthday party. Though, I was either. just about to say that. You don't think uh, Kim Kardashian sick. ain't got no? You know what I'm saying? No negative you, stuff in this. I I I feel that. I'm not she saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. You, first of all, when when people are going through a divorce, there are terms. There there it's a separation. You know mm. what I'm saying? Hey, look, we're separated. I'm yeah. throwing a, a birthday party for our daughter today, and we ain't really on good terms. I can't really trust you to be uh, yeah. your best self uh, in this situation. I got a new nigga here. Mm. I got I got my shit going on. Why why Kanye couldn't throw his own birthday party? Yeah, you li- you 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 live down the block. You bought the fucking house down the street. Does it not matter if it's on the kid's birthday? Come on, son. I mean, it is. That's wild. You being paid now. I want something similar with my sister. I got custody today. The baby was born, but, you know, the father never came around and stuff like that. But she had a protection order and all that. But he ain't pull a Kanye. But (laughs) I guess I know the process of what probably was going on when you was talking about, like, the legal stuff and and issues stuff and things like that. We don't don't necessarily know what's going on within the the household, but I can only guess that, you know, must be something going on that it's really affecting how the child is seeing Kanye. You know what I mean? 
We never yeah. know. She could be saying some shit in her ear that we don't know about. Oh, your dad ain't here because he, you know, he doing this and this and that's this. Pres- that's presumptuous. Yeah. That is presumptuous. I just, I can only speak on the Finax. And, and the Finax is, he, he is, he is the only nigga in this situation mm-hmm. online making a, except for Lil Nori, she's online, but <laughs> <laughs> she's on TikTok, <laughs> apparently. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> But he the only one in the situation going online and mm-hmm. m- making a big deal. He's he's going online asking people, "What should I do about uh, my divorce? I never been through a divorce before." Like, who- well, you don't think uh, public perception is, uh, you know, it can be used like that, right? I think that, Kanye that's what's whack to me. He's good. He's mm-hmm. real good at using the media. When he's it's using it. Yeah. He's well, using it for an end. Is 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 unless I don't I don't know. Where any wrong is being is being done to him? How much mm-hmm. how much daddying is going on? How much parenting is going on on your end? Mm-hmm. Didn't did he do that with um before the um Donda album? What album that came out before that? Uh, and he was the, real quiet and he came out the blue. He did interviews and did his rants and everything. Jesus, Jesus is King joint, something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. gospel, gospel album, whatever. Yeah, I think you know Kanye. I feel like he's real meticulous with stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He knows how to use the media when it's time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like his whole strategy, I, I'm not trying to downplay, you know, Kim Kardashian shit, but I feel like getting a kid by her was meticulous. I feel like yeah, everything, was, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he, he planned it out. I mean, I mean, I think Kanye's very a genius. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I think, you know, having a seed by a white counterpart like that is like your inheritance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking he think that mm. deep, but to me, I'm looking at it from that perspective, like, and and not only that, put that anglo in his blood. Yeah, like you, you, your children got set for life, you know. She, 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 she more like a, she's like a Persian. No, and she not, bro, she white, bro. And no, bro, that family is is like. You see her Mediterranean? No, they're white. They're Mediterranean, bro. They're Mediterranean. What's, what's Mediterranean? Caucus. White Persians. They're, they're white, from the bro. mountains of Caucasus. <laughs> Caucasus, black, bro. They white, bro. They don't oh, got yeah. no black in them. When when you ever seen a white girl that bad? Surgery. <laughs> that was a good one. It did not. They weren't even bad before the surgery. Joe, you don't have a mic. All right, relax. You you gave your mic away, but but before even all of this, Kim and her mom used the media to play to the divorces for um for certain things anyway. You know, uh, Kim, and, and that's whack too. I, I'm not if 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 that happened, so I didn't keep up. Say with. That it's yes, just we can. Kanye that's what's right. I'm now. not saying it's just Kanye. That's I'm saying that's what's happening right now. My point is that is whack. It was whack. It's whack when anybody does it. Yeah, it's, it's whack to go out here and try to weaponize fans against mm-hmm. your your a woman that you was married to, the mother of your kids. Y'all got three and four kids together, and you trying to now destroy her image and all of this shit. And for what? Yeah, to I what can, end? I can agree with that. That's only, my only question. Only to yeah. see, only to know if he's really being attacked behind doors. You know what I'm saying? If he has things that happening to him that we don't know about, yeah, that could be slaughtering his career life. Was that he's trying? I don't even think he's really bringing it to attention, but he's trying to bring other shit to attention, which. Doesn't add up that to me. I think he yeah. tried to like oh, a cry for yeah, help. Yeah. You don't have a mic, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. It's okay. Just stay over there, bro. It's all yeah, yeah. Bro. Write the timestamps, man. Facts. <laughs> this is Kim Kardashian, Kanye. No, I was also going to ask, like, why do all Kardashians only target black men anyway? They like BBC, bro. What you mean? <laughs> I don't know, son. I think they and they easy licks. I mean, you see that you know it's a family that they like. 
Famous, and they had Chris Humphreys. He was white. Famous man. guys, you mm. know. Most famous guys he messed with his black. <laughs> successful rich guys, yeah, successful guys. black men are easy licks. You think for, for any woman that is not black, easy lick. Explain. Niggas want oh, not me. Niggas want as soon as they get some money, they want a foreign car. Uh-huh. They want a foreign bitch. It's easy, bro. That's the that's the niggas from yo. It just worked <laughs> like that, bro. It, you know, it's not foreign right. is cool to the um. That's unfortunate. To the black community. It's not right, but that's how <laughs> niggas are, that's bro. That's and unfortunate. Not, and and niggas is the niggas like all right, cool basketball players, mm-hmm. rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's just how it yeah. works. If you can't pronounce that shit, that shit cool. Yeah, yo, <laughs> like, why? What do you think niggas is so obsessed with designer, bro? It's a nigga, you know. It's a nigga making other designer at yeah. home. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that make it designer is that a designer made it, right? right. But niggas so obsessed with Louis Vuitton. Niggas so obsessed. Yeah. It's it's a nigga thing, bro. Niggas got niggas habits. I'm niggas, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you so you telling me when you make a million dollars, you are gonna start fucking white women? Nah, nah. I, not white women, but you that on your bucket list now. <laughs> okay. Not white women. Is that on your bucket list now? Nah, nah. You ain't never fucked a white girl. Nah. You never wanted to fuck a white girl if you get rich, bro. I'll fuck her, but I, I never married. You, you gonna do it? You know why? Because I done did it and I ain't rich. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Joe, you ain't got no mic, bro. I'm sorry. Thank you. But I mean, just, I can't, I can't really think of like a prominent black celebrity who has like. I well, mean, LeBron James, I'm, but. Yeah, you know, it's 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 particular cases of niggas that like, yo, like, all right, cool. I'm gonna marry my high school sweetheart or I want a bad I want a bad, you know, I want a bad black wife. I want to keep it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a certain type of nigga. But niggas in general. Yo, they don't give a fuck, bro. You look at the NBA wife roster. Kendrick, Kendrick, (laughs) Kendrick, a certain type. Yeah, Yeah, what she look like? What is she? She's Mediterranean. Who, <laughs> oh, she's Mediterranean. Okay, I, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm shit. I'm shit. Giggling, but yeah, bro, it's, it's it's niggas doing nigga shit. And I think it's it. something to be said about uh, the options that uh, men explore when they have just free range to you know pick from all the women that they see. You also got to think about the media too and how white women are portrayed. You know what I mean? I think they're portrayed as the standard. So it's like, oh, you made it. You might as well get you a white girl now. She probably mm-hmm. got credit or some shit. I, I don't like to think, as a black man, of course. I don't like to think. White women are not the standard for me. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like, like to think that we have ever looked at, um, I mean, white women are default in America. White people mm-hmm. are default in America. Yes. Right. But I don't like to think that we, like, we are like another section of America. We got our own shit going on, mm-hmm. you know? And for the most part, you know, you see women that are exotic to to what you, um, to to what your you culture mm-hmm. as as black people. All I think all um races do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, aren't but black ours women ours our people have a like an asterisk of uh. automatically this is less than you right, know right right right. So white guys look at black women like uh like I'm dating down white woman. Yeah. Look, if you they, think so. Yeah, absolutely I, you think, you think seen, white men say, i believe i believe every yeah. other race look at us like if yeah. oh, you're dealing with a black person that's dating automatically just in the mm-hmm. race realm is yeah. dating down wow yeah, yeah. i've seen a full i don't are I we talking about i got this from where it was like you know what i'm saying like black people with rich they get like the lower standard white girl you know what i'm saying <laughs> i wonder, uh yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you get true. the ugliest well, white woman you can well, find it's the lowest standard, like that's like, true in general <laughs> we, we talked about this on another show dr umar said you know the only um, foreign, exotic, or 
other race woman that a black man gets is the one that the other race doesn't want. Mm. Yeah, know? basically. Uh, <laughs> we talked about that, but yeah. we, let's not do. We we got a few things to get to. Mm. <laughs> right, well, let's get to it. We got uh, uh crack pipes. We crack just did pipe. diet oh, coke. That could lead us into Joe, Joe Biden, Biden <laughs> giving um uh one thirty eight. I'm a I'm gonna say this. Look at me, Joe Byron. Where's the fucking student loan debt cancellation? You giving out crack pipes, nigga? <laughs> What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Hey, when, yo. When y'all, when y'all posted this, I, I I thought it was like a joke. Like uh, nah, people nah, just posting ass. anything. Wait, so what's it? What's what's this about? You giving out free crack pipes for real? No crap. Yeah. It's the this is the same person who did the crime bill, right? <laughs> I ain't surprised. Yo, giving out free crack. That's a bad John. That nigga see now. Was so. he was he, was he on crack? <laughs> the way he acted. It seemed like drugs is just a thing, you know what I'm saying? Smoking on that pookie pack. When did shit happen? I mean, I get it too, of course. Uh, I, you know, I first saw it. I saw it a couple days ago too. And this yeah. is like legit. Tuesday. This is legit. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. That's so apparently crazy. it's supposed to uh curb the drug use. Well, the the dangerous drug use. How yeah. the fuck do you like need South America? And uh, that's and like saying Italy, I want to say, or some uh, so European. Basically, country. saying if we give you the safe option, uh-huh. you won't go and do the dangerous so, version. So fight Joe fire, fire fight and fire. <laughs> so fight and fire with fire. Essentially, kind of putting out a fire with fire. Because like, all right, so like when you look at like HIV transmission rates, right? Yeah. A lot of those come from heroin usage, and you know the sharing of needles. Mm-hmm. So to curb the a, the rapid HIV problem, what they did is, is they made needles free. I forgot the country. I think it's like Ireland or some European country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they started a free needle program where you could go get clean needles from a clinic to use, you know, use your heroin, use that monkey, right? What? And so what, what happened is, is that it ended up curbing drug usage along with HIV and blood transmitted disease um, transmission rates. Yeah. All by providing free needles. Damn. So, I mean, I, I see the approach with the crack pipes, but... <laughs> if you ask me, that nigga see now, period. He, I mean, losing, he losing his mind every day. <laughs> where's the fucking student loan debt, Joe Byron? That shit ain't never happening. So... It's crazy. Is this, Joe? Uh, Trump 2024. <laughs> I'm voting for that nigga. <laughs> for sure. Put that nigga back in. I, um, no, yo, it's so the crazy. gas prices were lit when Trump that nigga thing, was here. Yeah, that shit was like $2. You know how much people left oh, their, you know, ruin relationships okay. because of that Trump scenario? For real? Who? Like people Oh, who, yeah, yeah. You talking about when it first happened? Even if you had a side or even thought that you liked anything he did, like... Uh-huh. So many people who was unfriending people or oh, yeah. not people talking to took, people anymore. People took see, that shit way, the funny, too way. The funniest shit was seeing all of the interracial couples break up because they find out that their white partner is a Trump supporter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Hey, crazy. That shit was funny, son. All right, what's next on the list, chat? Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about new music. So mm. before, I, I guess, I found out today that Seven Streeter released an album wow. or a project. Really, and, and it's seven. She um she wrote for Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. She got a she got a few hits. She's really she's she's lit and she kind of uh, fine. It won't stop. <laughs> now I gotta look into it. <laughs> and it won't stop. But I was stop. um mm-hmm. I was uh, on the Joe. You ain't got a mic. You can't be ignorant with me. I was on the for <laughs> you for TikTok uh-huh. and something for let you go by Jayla Darden came across my phone. So I'm gonna play that for you because following the producer that made this. Led me to Seven Streeter this week, but I'm gonna play 
Let You Go by Jay Ladon. Okay, what did he produce for Seven Streeter? You know? Hold on. Damn, 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 son. Where'd you <laughs> find this? I was I fell in love with that joint instantly. What you know? think her, about it now? Her name is Jayla Darden. Uh-huh. Uh, she got a lot of good stuff out, man. That shit goes straight look to the like? Spotify playlist. You want to see? Yeah, you got I your see what she right look there. like. What your phone Just show me. This is th- this is seven. Yeah, I'll turn this back up. Real yeah, quick. seven better shit. Pee pee getting harder. <laughs> Pause. So this is uh my bad. It's an awkward silence, y'all. I'm trying to show him a uh, little shorty real quick. What's her name again? Oh, yeah, that's the J- Jayla Darden. I love it. So this joint it was written by Jayla Darden, produced by Business Boy. She likes him? No, a brown brown joint. What? She clean as fuck. We 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 some dogs. What you mean? Oh, you she okay okay. All right, I'm gonna play uh Guilty by Seven Streeter, Chris Brown, and ASAP Ferg. She's giving me a Leah vibes. She looked look young like Aaliyah was. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit loud. Seventh Street of Young. I know this song. Oh, this came out already, right? This is an old joke. Yep. I'm a, I'm a fast forward to this real quick. You just want to hate Chris Brown. You just want to hate Chris Brown. I did not do that you, on purpose. You are his number one fan. <laughs> so so we we know the song man. we we heard yeah, it yeah. Yeah. yo we ended it I'm real a, quick <laughs> i'm gonna be honest be with making you. it weird yeah, yeah. i ain't making it weird i just know you're a chris fat. brown fanboy yeah, yeah he's number one fan bro he be front row all the concerts i fuck with chris brown too i'm gonna be honest with you when it comes to uh the new music new music has been very lukewarm for me son depends yeah. on what you listen yeah. to nobody really dropped anything well i wouldn't say that like last year what was it silk sonic drop that shit was hot but besides, like, the major artists, like, Drake, you know what I'm saying? Kanye, I ain't really like the album like that, for real. You tripping. I fuck with that. Uh, Roddy Rich. That Donda was hard. You tripping. Donda was Roddy hard. Roddy Rich, uh, you, New John. Was that joke was cold. Let, let's talk Absolute ab- trash. Nah. So, let's let's talk about that, though. Roddy, I want Joe back. Roddy Rich? <laughs> Roddy, I like Roddy, Yeah, let's too. talk about Roddy Rich, because Roddy Rich is going through something right now behind that shit. You oh, know yeah, that? He yeah, did. he is. He uh took off, he deleted social media, everything. Yeah, Everybody said his snippet was trash. Yeah, but the he, snippet was good. So let, let's let's provide some context for the audience who might not know. Mm. Roddy Rich dropped an album. 
He was his first album was off the charts. Crazy. Ten out of ten. Crazy. Yep. I and, still listen to that to this day. And not just good, but mm. it sold like one of the best albums for sure of the year. You know, uh, and he w- he was escalated with his first album in the superstar status. That shit was diamond. Really? Yeah, diamond. I think it's two times diamond from uh, what is that? Yeah, the so box or the whole album? How many platinum he had on there? Like, yeah. he got a lot of platinums on there. Yeah. And this one was called Live Life Fast, right? So he, I didn't even he, notice he dropped though. That's crazy. Exactly. He got a new Nobody album. Knew he and one thing, if you don't know, uh, that sophomore album, no matter who you are, that sophomore album says a lot about where you're gonna go in the future as an as a artist. That's facts. You know, a lot of people they get that one because what they say, you got your whole life to make that first joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all the shit that you ever made good, you know. And you put it in that first album, but then you got to do it again. And some people try to do it one year later. They get mm-hmm. it set one year and, and put another <laughs> one out. Roddy Rich, case in point. Mm-hmm. And it was not received well. That's why I kind of give the it baby. Was like, it was like two, three the baby years. baby on more credit. You nah, know what I'm saying? Nah. You got to give that because after his album, he's still rolling. He's still going. He's still if, going. if he didn't do that, um, his singles not popular. If he won't punch it, niggas, he wouldn't be rolling. Let's be. <laughs> but he put out music. That's actually yeah. like if he wasn't putting his baby mamas out the house, <laughs> let's not and punching niggas in a bowling alley. He would not be relevant. So you don't think his singles was and hit? calling gay niggas gay? If he wasn't doing that. He would not be relevant. You don't think his singles was hits? Was radio play? Oh they God. was cool. They weren't good enough to they, be on the radio. They like was that. cool. The At baby, best. the baby cool? is a the baby is a radio artist. He's not an album artist. It was yeah. it was cool, but yo, it's his actions outside of music that mm. makes him hot. Niggas who fuck with him, fuck with him. Because of who he is outside of music, and they just like really the music you trying to Cardi beat him like his music ain't hard. Cardi B music hard, don't do it. Don't but people it. fuck with Cardi because her all things exact. Herself. But that's exactly the same thing. Yo, he's saying wild ignorant shit, punching niggas and shooting niggas in Walmart and <laughs> kicking his baby mama out the house. <laughs> niggas, nigga, niggas relate to that shit and be like, oh, I. <laughs> So oh, I, I ain't want to cut off for the Roddy. You he know, called. So, he called. He so, called the mother. Oh, the mother of his child. I don't, don't want to cut off on the Roddy Rich comment. You know what I'm saying? But, I, was, yeah, I, 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 I was about to say, listen, I was going to ask Chad if you think like the sophomore album is the hardest album to produce. Um, it's the follow up. I'm, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Because you know people who succeed in a sophomore album have to then do that again, and they get an opportunity to do it three, four, and five times. Yep. But when do you care. feel like look at take care? When do you feel like it's the time to just be like, okay, I made enough good music, I can chill. You know what I mean? When you little Wayne, never, never. <laughs> it depends. Listen, look. <laughs> if you if you talk about Kendrick, right? He dropped Section Eighty, right? That was his first album. Then he dropped Good Kid, Mad it City. Wasn't. Yeah, Section Eighty was his first album. It wasn't. Section 80 was a mix. That was a mixtape. That was a mixtape? No, it was, was an, I that was it an, was album. an album. That was an album. That yeah. joint has a... That joint yeah, has a... Are albums, that joint has a sales history. Yeah. It was, it was a, his first album, though. Yes, Section 80, it was. yes. It was. Section 80 was okay. his first album. Good yeah. Kid, Mad City was a sophomore album, right? That shit blew up, obviously, right? He had time to make the you know the third album. But you gotta... You have to... You have to realize that that was his breakout album. Section 80 yeah. was more of a West Coast thing. introduced... Mm. You know, that was more of a I'm a, I'm a new artist thing. Mm-hmm. He put that out without the support of a of a big label, right? So then he puts out Good Kid, Mad City. That's actually his debut album. So you would have to say mm-hmm. the debut okay. only with a label album. Your yeah. debut for a label. That's his debut. That's, that's his debut album, mm-hmm. right? 
you know, according to, you know, according to them and him. Mm. That's like Tupac. Nobody remember his first. So it really just, yeah, yeah, that's facts. So it really just. You get my 92, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it really just, it really you just. Don't got a on, mic, Joe. <laughs> it really just depends on the artist, right? Like whatever they drop. You know what I'm saying? Because Kendrick, he can legit drop right now and then dip for like three years and it wouldn't even matter. But he worked himself into that position. Right, exactly. You yeah, know, so could the rest of the big three. And he didn't put himself in a box either. Mm. Right. You see, <laughs> <laughs> see it, it's, a, it's a difference, you know. Um, he was just putting out music all the time and being that guy who would have to commit to himself. But yeah. Yeah. Dude, like J. Cole, he could just sit back and throw out every now and then. Well, yeah. J. Cole been... He used to put out a lot. J. Cole did. No, he putting out. He doing a lot more. We features. we kind of all over the place. Let's yeah, let's yeah. let's right. really let's, music let's, though. It's music let, yeah, it, that's how it goes. <laughs> let's compact this. Let, let's let's kind of cut off Roddy Rich. So mm-hmm. what what's y'all any thoughts on him deleting his social media because the bad reception? I didn't know that. That's he crazy. a kid. Absolutely. I felt like Bitch, I felt like he was probably getting because he dropped such a you know spectacular album the first time he had time to chill and shit like that maybe he got a little lazy whatever the case maybe he's not trying so hard because when i listened to it it just wasn't hitting like the previous one did because I he's agree. so because I, he's so good and i only listened to it maybe once straight yeah and then i kind of went back to give it another shot but it, yeah, it, it, it didn't hit the same i i definitely don't agree is his is better or at the same caliber of the first album yeah, yeah. um however to say that it's trash to say that it's bad to say that it's not good mm-hmm. i don't think that's true well here's I think, the thing i think though. it's a standard though because when he didn't get that album of the year he mm-hmm. was real tight about that yeah. you know what i'm saying he when he competed with Nas year, and everybody yeah. he was like yo he didn't get the album of the year so him not getting probably what i didn't hear the album yet i'm about to check it myself but y'all yeah. give me the reviews like and i know y'all know music like it's I, not for, up I there. forgot. I forgot as well, but I remember feeling like he not, got robbed. Yeah, he definitely. Because I think yeah, Cardi. Yeah. That was the year that yeah, Cardi B had album. got album of the year. If I'm not mistaken, I really want to say mm-hmm. "Privacy of Invasion" won that year over Roddy Rich. Um, but please don't quote. Me. I think it was after. I think Nas won the album of the year with Hit Boy. Well, and, and he had made a quote about that on Clubhouse. Right. How people was that day? I think. I think so. Cause nah, that one, they won in the same year. I don't. I, well, we don't got a carp on that though. Whoa. Well, B, I see what you're saying when you say like it's not necessarily <laughs> trash. <laughs> it's not necessarily trash, but because Roddy Rich has held at this higher standard than yeah. most rappers, people are gonna see it like this can be so much better than what it is. But see, that's not his fault, and that's where my my point in this comes. Okay, so why do you think it's not his fault? It's not his that's fault. That's a people opinion. It's no, that's not what I'm saying. It's not his fault that the fans now. Uh, don't take much to elevate you to a goat in their mind. Mm-hmm. It's no reason for him to have dropped that album and to be considered a goat. He's he's not. It's no reason yeah. for. But people out here, they really. I'm not gonna say it's gas, mm-hmm. but they just jump into conclusions. He hasn't even really got a chance to prove himself yet. He made history. He did something yeah. amazing, but. When it comes to all time, one album can't do that. A good run can't do that. So you're telling me people call him the GOAT just because of that one album? Yeah. Roddy Rich, he was elevated to superstar I status. I like his sound. People looking, yeah, he's, Anytime he's good. Anytime he's on a song, him or Ty Dolla Sign, I just feel like he just makes and, the song better. And I mean, let's Cord- not forget how big the box was. It was it's a huge. tick. Everybody was going around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that along with... 
you know, you, you get the box, which is like a single off of that, right? Yeah. And then you get the rest of the album, and the rest of them album mm-hmm. smacks, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, compared. And I, I, I put the blame more on the new generation, the fact that, okay, Roddy Rich comes out, he's talented, he's great. And where is the rest of the talent out of that generation? You know what I'm saying? So, you can name, you know, maybe a handful, right? I mean, Cordae is going through the same thing right now, too. Cordae is fire, too. His first that, album was fire. That's, that's a good example. His yeah. uh, his his recent release was, you don't think really, it was that good? negatively it, received. It was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't B plus, B plus. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 put it, I give it a B I give it a C Yeah I, I give it up to a B plus Yeah B, B, B plus B yeah. plus is, is fair Yeah His first one was fire too But w- what, what we're starting to see is that Okay The effect that he's having on people Is not yeah. as powerful Now that Okay we acclimated to what you do mm-hmm. right, You're right. kind of doing You know Um the same I, thing? I consider it's like a it's like a J Cole a school of J Cole. A lot of people were <laughs> saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I first heard his first album, I thought more J Cole inspiration. Right, like a lot of it, like probably about eighty five percent. That's too much. <laughs> we don't we don't need more J Cole. Yeah, we already got. I, I like, T-Bain said we got J Cole. We got no guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, T Pain. Yeah, he did say that. I like I like Corday. That nigga list get to me. Yeah, bro. Can't take the nigga seriously. It's annoying to listen to. Yeah. It's so, annoying. Wouldn't what, what that nigga be rapping? Like the nigga, the nigga hard, bro. Don't get me oh, wrong. I, I enjoy his music, but that son. What about on, what about Kyle? What about Kyle? I don't like Kyle. At all. I Yo, spy go back to go back to making movies, my boy. <laughs> Yo, what, get out of here. What do y'all see? The state of music is at right now. A limbo. If you ask me, no, I think um, I think we going through a transition from 2015 to now. The streets have run rap, yeah, trap. The streets. I felt like it been happening. Now. I felt like mixtape been took over radio. No, well, well, well I, I mean, I, what I mean by streets is gangs. So what are y'all uh, criminals <laughs> who are getting into the industry? Doers. Yeah, villains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that these are like real criminals actually rapping about the shit that they do. And and not only that, taking over the business of rap, self snitching. I mean, that's like the '90s all over. Again. I got murder on my mind. But the, the, I think we talked about this on another episode. That is, it's a it's a cyclical nature to that. I think the '90s was a lot more organized. Than what it is now, I think this is like nothing but I didn't carnage. Think they had no orga- organization. I mean, they had the labels, but yeah, they, they got the into labels. it. But I feel like everybody was running wild. Just mm, yeah, yeah. although so much talent, so much people coming out, spitting out albums and this and that. Right. But they was all a part of the big labels. But now the times. streets. But now and, and it's. I feel like we phasing out of it. The streets run rap in a in a full circle kind of way. Yeah. The 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 best labels are on some street shit with mm. street backing. Who backs yeah, you? Yeah. Street niggas. Yep. Then the artists are street, street guys, mm-hmm. street image at the very least, and street content. And then the fans are being sucked into that street um culture. I, I guess, Whirlpool. yeah, they you, they eating it up. Do y'all think rap is going on a decline? I like I said, it's in I a do. transition. I think it's a transition. Well, mm. well, Pitching you off a transition. I feel like. Rap is being music is being split out so fast yeah, and so being bad. absorbed so quickly mm-hmm. that nobody gets to really feel the music. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And that's what's yeah. making music decline because back in the music, let's say ten or fifteen years ago, you could hear music and 
It can inspire you in this and and you can play it for a while. Now we talking about albums and singles that just happened last year and it's already dead. You know what I'm saying? It's going quicker and quicker. Next yeah. we're going to be saying three months. Like, well, <laughs> your I, single will be dead in three months. I think I think that's due to that's two facts. things. Um, I think that's due to social media mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not that it's dead. It's that something else is more popping. Right? Well, TikTok, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy. If you get a yeah, viral yeah. hit on TikTok, social media, something like that, mm-hmm. it's up and people forgetting about the last thing. And that yeah. become because social media has become so accessible, it's so easy to get a, a, a viral hit and to mm-hmm. blow up and overshadow the last guy that was in that position, right? right. Yeah. And then two... 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Then two, America's Funniest Home Videos. That's what it's like. And then <laughs> two, um, two, I feel like the niches are what's running. There is no mainstream right now. Right. There's so many individual markets of niche in what you like mm-hmm. if you want to go look for it that before, even if you had a niche, whatever was played on the radio was popping. Radio dead, mm-hmm. yeah. right? To an extent. And so those niche crowds, those super niche crowds, like even Nerdcore, Mm-hmm. which was pretty much non-existent growing up, is a booming niche, right? Yeah. Even when you get into, like, the metal, like the Rico Nasties, right? Booming, right? In those individual niche. And now they don't have a shared platform in which to say, yo, this is this is what's popping right now. So I don't think it's on a decline, but I think everybody who's listening to their own niche mm-hmm. has just gone off with a crowd of people who like the same shit that they like. And Street just happens to be the most mainstream shit. So do you think there's going to be like another rapper like Chance the Rapper to pop off with the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that nigga ass, bro. Don't, don't, don't mention that. Yeah, don't Him, that. Logic, listen, 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 get listen, this listen, nigga listen, the listen, fuck out of here. Listen, look, 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 look. The only, look, he fell off because he dropped that, that lame ass album, right? But would it be would, really ass, bro? Since since acid rap, ass. No, y'all y'all wow. Ass. No, don't 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 let them don't let them do. Man, I love my wife. <laughs> Make your point. Man, I love my wife and I love Jesus Christ. Ah, yo, get this nigga the fuck out of here, bro. Listen, get him out of here. I will say, yeah, bro. Listen, get him the fuck out of here. The Big Day was a trash album. We can agree with that, right? All that shit trash. But what you, you can't trying to say, argue? You can't say 10-day, acid rap, and then Chance 3 wasn't popping. Like, come on. But acid you, rap, yeah. you, were, you were asking if an artist like this Like Chance gonna... will pop again. So yeah. th- back to what I my, I... my belief is that we are entering a transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so ro- robot music. It's going from is <laughs> it's, it's going from the streets do, 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 do. and gang and drill and dissing and... There's a lot of that shit, man. It's, it, so that's been dominating for the past. It's going on 10 years. years. Yeah, it's going on a decade. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, because when we was in high school, 2010. You know, 50 started with the gangster shit. That was chief. But yeah, see, that was that was out. early 2000. That was, yeah. It was coming out. Chief, and it was yeah, transitioning. And it transitioned into the, the Coles, the Kendricks, mm-hmm. the Mac Millers. We chief had a good Keefs. seven. seven <laughs> we had a good seven <laughs> years chief Keith, of, of, of lyricism and, and, you know, song making. You feel me? Right. Then the streets came back, 2015. Mm-hmm. Little baby future was on top, Dirk on top. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now I, I, I think it's transitioning, do, do, but I don't do know Gucci where to. For streets, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Gucci been around for a long time. If y'all had, he was gone for a long time too, though. That's true. Cause he was locked up. Free he was see when 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 Gucci was gone. That's when all the backpackers tried to come back. Out. He, he gave he yeah, let niggas breathe. That was the window. He gave y'all a chance. He gave y'all a chance. If y'all had to guess, where do y'all think is going? Is who? What other field is there? I feel like there's alternative rap. Uh, Tyler the Creator's been writing that for a minute. Uh, Good Morning Tokyo. Y'all heard about him? No, I've heard about I, him. Okay, put it. Uh, I don't know if you put it on right now. Put on. Um, it's called Good Morning Tokyo by Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll we'll talk while I find that's, it. That's right. like a play. Not you, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it's like I said before. I think it's moving into those niche, um, where oh everybody God. is. Yes listening to what they like and it's specific to them and you know what it is what's that woman and women are taking over as well it's yeah. the transition into the woman era but what's this oh yeah Let's be sneaking in the house with a chopper and put that bitch in your mouth. Good morning. My name is Tokyo. Just like a window, I'm here to air it out. Hello. Bitch, he wanted beef in the parking lot. Uh. My niggas dogs and we park a lot. Uh. All the pot choppers, they spark a lot. I'll beat your ass. I don't yeah. care. It's dark enough. My nigga, I mean for really, my nigga. I mean the top of hold 150 bullets, my nigga. If you don't pull up, my nigga, then we can do it, my nigga. I mean, ooh, ha, that nigga pull up, he fly, we gon' fist fight, little D. No, I keep it strapped like a yeah, dude. Like suicide door, my whip slip my wrist like that's little tuggy out daddy with the dick, right? Uh, I need that ice, I need that ice, bitch. I need the crystals, I need to put some diamonds on my it's crystal. Cool. I feel like it has a time place. <laughs> it's, it's going, it's a, it's a cool little it, flow. You it got, a, it got yeah. a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a time and a place. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know, man. I can't really say right now myself, but uh, anything that's going mainstream, especially in rap, I don't, I really don't see anything else different. Who are the mainstream artists? I feel like right music now? is like the same mainstream artist that would was around. Uh, Dirk, Dirk, Lil Baby. Uh, Do you feel like the structure has changed shit. with music? Yeah. The structure? Explain yeah. that for what me. What do you mean? When it came to like the verses, like shut up, Joe. Shut up, man. You loud as fuck <laughs> in the mic, man. You gave up your mic, man. <laughs> Relax, all right. You don't got an opinion. You, hey, just, a, just, a, just, just turn, just turn your volume down. I know you, like, I know you got the radio voice and it project, but get, relax. But you chose not to use it. You want switch, switch, bro? Your mic broke. You could have had like the um, <laughs> my mic always broke. You could have gave him the um, the camera mic. <laughs> yeah, we need to get you a live, a lapel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what? Tell me what you mean by um, um, the structure. Like, structure. Like, look at it. Like, okay, we went from a lyric, lyrical era and one time with music where music now doesn't even have to be lyrical or whatever right. even the structure there's been i forgot what song it was where it used to be 16 bars or whatever chorus hook i mean 16 you know chorus hook whatever eight bars or four bars back to a 16 that was like niggas do six bars and can do a hook right after that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying go right to another think, six to eight bars and like i the feel structure has changed where i'm gonna like, say this though mm-hmm. i think that's due to the prevalence of social media People are making songs for TikTok. But it's short, too. Yeah. People are not making full songs no more. Like, you used to have four or five-minute songs. Now it's like three minutes, too. And I feel like things Three minutes being, is a long song. I just think... Really? And that was average mm-hmm. back in the day. You got to yep. think. Three, three minutes three is minutes a long song Average nowadays. pace. Because mm. that's two verses. Yeah. Two verses and then two hooks. 
But it's like nowadays, like everything's so sped up. I feel like music is getting chewed out so quickly because it's like you get a quick little song, get it out. I'm not gonna spend all day to put three minute songs, you know, whatever. And I compare it to like battle rap. Battle rap back in the days, how it was just bars. Right now, it's like you know gimmicks, props, everything. It changed, evolved. That's how I say how music's changed. I would, yeah. I would say, you know, as an artist myself, I don't. I think that's more or less due to the fact that you're able to create directly and post. I think people want to be rock stars too. I mean, I think <laughs> that as well. But you're able to cre- create directly and then immediately give it to outlets mm-hmm. as opposed to before where it used to have to go through certain outlets. You like to approve A&R, it. <laughs> approve it, you yeah, know, yeah. or yeah. go through a label. Because me now, like a song is a is a thought or an emotion. And sometimes I don't always feel the need to complete it. and yeah. Or sometimes I can't go back and complete it. But I'm like, damn, this is this is great. For what it is, yeah. and right. I'll take that and I'll put that out, it might and be that be seconds. what pop. It yeah, might be 40 seconds. <laughs> what, like a minute thirty, you know, like yeah. or a minute thirty, maybe maybe a minute fifty nine. Yeah. You know, I've what I'm recorded saying? people who done short songs with like a minute and a half, and it was like that's it, that's done, I'm that's like, it, that's it. And, <laughs> and it's, I think it's due to the accessibility of the uh, uh the accessibility of the ability to create directly from thought and post it to outlets. Also, Not necessarily. Is there more creativity or less creativity? I think it's a combination of two. Mm. I think there's more or less talented people making music because of that. And then there also are still really talented people that aren't confined to restrictions of previous ways of making music. So I think it's a combination of the both. That's a good mm. answer. I was also going to say that we also need like another artist who's going to redefine rap again. Because I feel like, like back in 2014, 2015... Lil Uzi Vert and XXX was like redefining rap. No, right? go back before that. Uh-huh. Future has defined rap for the la- for this whole generation. I feel like he redefined trap. You you're tripping. You don't think so? I don't feel like whole generation, but he I, did. He, he did. He did redefine he, trap. He contributed. I, I wouldn't give. Part. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't give him anywhere near as much credit as Lil Wayne. Yeah, I would say Lil Wayne redefined it. It was first Lil Wayne, then it was Chief Keith. Then it was uh, Lil Uzi Vert XXX, and then it was Pop Smoke. In there, you're not gonna put T Pain. T Pain, well, that's not yeah, that's yeah, not, you gotta yeah, put T Pain. T Pain really made the whole auto tune, whole sound. Yeah, auto, for rap, be, for rap, just, like, for right auto, now you hear nothing but auto tune because of T Pain. It, it go, he, it, it go regardless, right? You know, he made that okay. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more or less speaking when I speak about future. Absolutely, I agree. T Pain, Wayne. Mm-hmm. He's low key though. T Pain like you wouldn't even think. And I think T Pain and Wayne. You know, uh, think about think about all the artists that you you. I mean, future like I said, mm-hmm. think future about all came in right after T Pain and Wayne. But no, nah, you got all Wayne, of the lights. Listen, Wayne been out since the nineties. Sure, 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 sure. Wayne a hot boy. Get it? Get, <laughs> put some respect on his name. <laughs> no, 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 don't get it twisted. Yeah, no. And we think about it, make sure you say that directly though. Hot, you mean he a hot boy? I understand your group. <laughs> <laughs> I said he one of the hot boys. Damn, he, he said Wayne a hot boy. <laughs> Lil, Lil Wayne was literally the greatest rapper of all time at one point. Yeah, greatest rapper living. So I've, I, I, all the artists that we name like mm-hmm. as. Y'all naming yeah. are Little Wayne, like School of like, Little Wayne. Yeah, Little Uzi, School of Little Wayne, Young Thug, School of Little Wayne. Yeah. Future, he, you right, he got his own thing going. He an Atlanta nigga. He he really putting on. I feel like I he, agree. I feel like he combined the Lil Wayne T Pain aesthetic and just took it. And then the, 
when I when I say it influence the, the, yeah. it, it, the cadences that we hear nowadays in music, right? Mm-hmm. The fuck on that bitch and I, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like the Migos, yeah. like all of the bigger artists of the I give it hands down to T Pain and Wayne. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he took that and then influenced everybody that's out now. Okay. So who do y'all think on. is the, the most recent artist that redefined rap? Because if you ask me, I think, it, I think it was Pop Smoke. He was the most recent artist. Recent? Yeah. And he made Drill Hot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say he did. It was already rolling. You know? Cool. He just but that was, in, that was in the UK, though. You know what I mean? He brought it to the US and popularized it. Cool. I, maybe on the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah, think it was We already, had UK Drake on, doing that shit. What are you talking about? Um, UK who? Pop on we had on UK Drake. <laughs> we had UK Drake doing it. said Pop on Bun the Drill? Smoke. Yeah, pop run drill. Well, I thought States. Chicago already had that going. All the Chicago it's artists. It's the type of drill. That's what it came from. Yeah, it's a new. It's a different type of drill. Yeah, yeah. way different type yeah. of drill. Like, it's a New York drill that they That's still, what I, you know, I used to say insane. too. Like, is, what do y'all mean drill? Like, yeah, you got let's, UK um, drill, Chicago drill, New York drill. Let's get ready to wrap up. We we a little over time. I can ask one more question. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 What do y'all feel like the producer that changed the game? Oh. Because the producer changed a lot of stuff with these with the artists. Shit, yeah. if you that ask made that me, sound. I'm gonna say that sound that made like the future, and like what Gucci had, Zaytoven, yeah, who brought a, a sound to everybody. It's for me. If Young Metro don't trust you, I'm a huge <laughs> Young Metro. Yeah, Metro. I feel man. like it's, for me, it's yeah. Metro. Metro, Metro, Metro booming, man. I feel like it's Metro. Everybody knew Metro, Metro booming. booming wants some more. Metro, Metro. Is the producer of that new in of the most recent version of the sounds and the beats? Actually, I feel like he started. He started, but there, there was a time where um, Forty was like the skeleton for all of like I do Forty. Forty really was impactful in hip hop and R and B in the way the samples are used. And yeah, I I, I agree a hundred percent. But Forty. for the most mainstream stuff. Like mix for the way singles. for the way the beats hit, that the way the beats hit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel like it's Metro mm. for a lot of the sampling and stuff. Yeah, forty. I, I, yeah. I, 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 my bad, that? I didn't mean to cut you off. Metro, no, no, he, that was his question. Okay. But we gonna we gonna get into this baby freestyle. I know we saved it all the way to the goddamn I even end. To it, the me either, me oh, either. I a, saved it. It's a brand new freestyle. Yeah, Joe uh, man. <laughs> he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm about to slide. Leakers, just incredible DJ sound. Better be careful. This kid's gonna come through and punch. We hearing that. Double off in my side, drop the window with the lights to let them hoes look at me. Yeah, I won't keep it. I'd rather be free with her. Give it back to the streets, keep it G with her. Might fuck with me for three years. Only three times will I sit down in public and eat with her. Must have forgot who he is. I've been fucking niggas so since 15. It's a surprise, only got me three kids. Look in his eyes, you can tell that he real. Look on the net, you might think that he fake. Look at the plats, the stats, and where I came from. Ain't no way you can say he ain't great. Type to wake up today and go sell my estate. Nigga, I don't want it no more. I don't want the whip. Trying to make me mad about a hoe. Nigga don't know what's going on. I don't want the bitch either. I drop off with you and keep her. Nigga, I ain't new to this shit. I've been true to this shit since the 745 yellow beamer. Pull up with the cutest little bitch. I don't open her doors. I just fuck her all night and I leave her. Yeah, he pushed the peak as he paid for it. I get that pussy for free. I'm on welfare. I fell in love with her. She was my trap girl. I used to make the mailman press the doorbell. She got that good head. If she got long hair, I got no hair. Fuck niggas hating, but oh well. I'm the type of rap nigga, kill a rap nigga. Now I still walk 
and do my little show there, nigga. On, I'm pushing P, I'm the realest one in it. She Ooh. fuck with me, that boy still in his feelings. I'm in Atlanta, buying designer. Fuck round at me and I shoot you in Linux. I'm in New York where I can't have a gun. I'ma just fly in New Jersey with it. I'm back in Cali and I never run. Play, you gon' go play with Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, I got two daughters, but I need a son. You solid enough, okay, baby, come give me. Lay back and push out that P, he gon' be born a player. I never let niggas play with me, it's baby, nigga. Okay, yeah. he going. And I'm pushing P, nigga. Let me get some of the water. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He on fire. Yeah, get that man some yeah. water. Huh? Weezy, what up? We, we, we ain't letting him off the hook yet, We, we ain't gonna, what you up? got something else loaded? I was Come hoping on, you was man. gonna say that, because look, it's Super Bowl. Rate the bar so far, real quick. Shit crazy. <laughs> Six. For part two as well. I'll give him a seven and a half. I can't waste time creeping. She got to thinking I'm bait. I guess it's my fault. My feelings change with the seasons. I cup hoes when it's cold outside. Then I get going when it's hoes outside. Put up on them niggas in the house. Put up on them niggas in the cold ass ride. I used to serve niggas pound every day in a fishbowl rental with a OPO five. I ain't even have to use the scale no more. What have a motion nigga wet? No my line. Me and you are not the same. You and Mr. Me the nigga. I get mad and sit and hit on me a nigga. I flash out, pull that stick out. Uh never go back by the piss that ain't part of my pimp, that ain't how I get down. Yeah, I stop a grown ass man in front of all of his niggas. Niggas, let's see who the bitch now. All out the window, yeah, nigga, I'm it. <laughs> he did I it. I'm supposed to be mad at the baby, and that nigga canceled, but that nigga lit. And these niggas hoes, I came from the bottom, I didn't have shit. Wasn't he supposed to see this? She got to stare, and as soon as I hop out the car, I didn't even have on the fit. Came back with the fade on them hoes, uh, yeah, looking just like money, Mitch. Uh, nigga, this shit too easy. That's an FN on my hip, no beeper. I don't trust none of these hoes, no sir. I ain't claiming none of these hoes, not even. Niggas talking about baby on the blogs, nigga, so what? Do something, I'm pleading. I ain't had to show me a nigga what's satin in a while. Trigger finger, motherfucker, squeezing. Mm. Now that bitch is I'm back in this. Bitch myself with that on Anyone you niggas fuck with me wrong with my people always gonna be a killer. I got on my motherfucking grind when the money slow down, niggas got in their feelings. Fuck on the slow and I don't even kiss her. I'm a dog ass nigga, baby. Huh? Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Too easy. Hey, look, I can respect his bars, cause he done did everything he <laughs> rapped about. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. It's that's a rare occasion in 2022 yeah. to have a rapper mm. rapping about shit that he done did. You know, you sure? fuck my right. niggas, yes. baby mama. He's not be in jail. He done, he done, <laughs> he not be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the one. He done oh, killed okay. niggas. That's the one right there. He done uh-huh. punch niggas. Uh-huh. He done okay. kick baby mamas out of right. his crib. Yes, right. Bro, what counts for a freestyle though? That shit was definitely written. Yeah. <laughs> a freestyle is a show of the style and technique. Off the head is, you know. And no specific um specific subject. Yeah. I would say I would say freestyle is like off the head, period. Nah, like if you listen nah. to like Tory Lanez, that's off the head. It depends. No. Nah. It depends. He yeah. wrote that. He wrote that. What well, which one are you talking about? All of these raps that these guys are going up to the radios and the internet shows to do. They wrote those. They they ready that's with that. Nice. They got clips. That's 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 what they call having clips, man. You clips. go. It's it's sometimes when I go to the studio, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't got my notebooks and everything with me yeah. in my notes all the time. I got verses. I'ma have five, six, seven verses that I can just do at will. Can I? Right. Can we get one? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's different between off top and freestyle. You know, off top, you know, like yeah. I, I seriously right thought here. that freestyle off top just go hand in hand. It's no, the same no, thing. I mean, no. it, it was a time. It, subject to, you it was just a time. Write to it was a time. Yeah. You can just write to anything, and and that's a that's a freestyle. Okay, it's, it's no subject at all. No subject. Yeah, I'm well, just. Sure, I'm, I'm caught up now. I'm showing my coldest cadences. <laughs> I know. I'm showing my coldest cadences. I'm trying to hit those bars, those punchlines. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm just showing me as a rapper with no restraints. 
and then off the head is is talented niggas can do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'ma just put these. It's rap on what's in this room yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Off top. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But not all of the rappers. But I, can I do guess that. off top just didn't seem as cool as saying freestyle. So they just you know yeah, everything just freestyle. I feel like I'm savage. Twenty one bitches and none of them average. <laughs> that was written. Made a night me a bad bitch. You think that was written? I think that was written. That shit was tough. <laughs> that was definitely written, man. You think so? Yeah, man. They, they none of these guys is going up there and just off top. You know who did that and it didn't go well. Somebody um, just exposed that shit too. Boy, put they his phone. About the hot I remember Drake and the Blackberry. That was the first time that shit ever yeah. got exposed. They Drake said, made it cool too for that shit. He's like, bitch, I don't care. I wrote this shit. He was embarrassed. What was that? What was that? <laughs> he was embarrassed. What was that rapper who was on uh, Wale? I think. I don't think it was Wale. It was. It was some dude on. Uh, Funk Flex, not Funk Flex. It wasn't Funk Flex. Okay. It was Bull with the with the dread. What's his name? Designer. Not designer. He's another radio host. Oh, uh, um, Sway. Sway in the morning, right? Yeah. Bull put his phone on the uh, on the table, and then Sway took the phone and was like, "Bro, you're not even." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he took the phone while he was freestyling. I forgot who that was. Oh, Dude, Fabulous I never that seen too. that. I seen him. Yeah. High like, 97 Fabulous. As soon as he took the phone, he couldn't even think about no raps anymore. He was just like, oh, shit. Like, Bitch. Exposed. Like, Yo, mm. if a radio host take my phone, mm. I'm baby. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm going to have to clean your shit, bro. Don't touch my shit. <laughs> no, but who? <laughs> but somebody <laughs> just exposed that. That yeah, was who? on High 97. He was like, every, he said a lot of people go in there with writings and they have to, <laughs> they have to chop it up. Mm. Yeah, some sometimes they they do multiple takes yeah. on them on them internet shows. They be wow. like, "Yo, I'm a, I'm I, I messed it up. Let me it. get it again." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funk Flex, he'll tell you like, you know, what do you think is coming up here doing two and three takes trying to get the verse right? Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, Damn. Just they good. should have had a BlackBerry. You get it right <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. All Damn. right, let's wrap. You yeah. waiting? You waiting on me to rap? Yeah. It's nothing else. It's nothing else to touch on. Just, just real quick. Uh, it was something I had in mind. Where everything else was just audio only. What was it? What you got in mind? It was something we were talking about right before the freestyle. And it, oh, did you hit lost punch it? Niggas? Oh, you lost it. Uh, yeah. The you baby. said freestyle. Punch niggas. <laughs> <laughs> nigga named the baby. All right. Well, you sure you got nothing else? Y'all got nothing else? She Nola? Shh, nah. You know. All right. We, we gonna rap then. Yeah, this fucking it. song play. Yeah, give me give me my music for the outro. Alright, man. That's another episode of OSS the Pod. I'ma let my man B take it away. Hey, look, we appreciate y'all. We are still taking sponsorships for the season. So if you know somebody with a business, um, prior to our jokes, it's all jokes, but we do have an outstanding audience. It's growing every single episode. We cannot do this without you. Um, so please feel free. Hit us, toss.pie at gmail.com. Reach out for a sponsorship, an advertisement, a posting, something, um, so that way we could get you right for all of your exposure needs. I can't thank Nolo enough. It's a day one brother coming on the show sharing some insights about the business sharing bits about his life you know what i'm saying like thank you thank you thank you so much nolo where where can they find you at my brother you can find me on ig on twitter on facebook manuel Aleem. you can add it add emmanuel Aleem on ig and twitter and i know you got the merch coming out soon right yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. chosen one shirts. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Can you I speak about that? Oh, can my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I just I want to make sure I bring exposure to your brand and yeah, also easy breezy detailing. Yo, yeah. the 
I, I send a lot of people there. I get my car detailed there, man. He does wonderful work. So make sure if you need your car detailed, the shampoo and the steamer, all of that stuff, man. And I'm a car guy, so that says a lot, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, make sure y'all hit him up for that. Um, and just thank you again for making the time to come on the show. We definitely appreciate it. She, welcome home, my nigga. You back. Filling I, the building. <laughs> <laughs> where they finding you at, my brother? They can find me at Rashid.Pain on Instagram. That's where I be at. I don't be on nothing else. And when, when can we expect some new animations from you? Fucking hell. I'm not even sure. So I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm doing some other shit. I'm trying to get the body right. You know what I'm saying? Self-improvement is a big thing for me right now. Okay. Finances is a big thing for me right now. Okay. I'm just trying to be the best stuff I can possibly be. So. Okay. All yes. right. To be determined. To be determined. Absolutely. And, of course, we got our awesome, amazing host, uh, Chatty. Yeah. But uh, let's not forget Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to get him next. I was going to get okay, him next. Okay, okay. People only with mics go first and then... You know, people outside of the, <laughs> outside of the reach right. of microphones. Well, yeah, man. Um, follow me at Chavo.K.O. C-H-E-V-A-U-X dot K dot O. Instagram. Um, forward, still streaming everywhere. New music on the way. And Joe. Joe. Wait. It's Joe. Instagram. <laughs> That's the boy Joey. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking notes today. Um, and you know what it is. It's your boy King of Hearts 002 on Twitch, uh, Bordico underscore EC on Instagram. Um, and community, I would just like to apologize. Yeah, I'm running into some technical issues, but don't forget. Uh, next episode, we're gonna have links to Patreon and YouTube. Um, go run it up. Subscribe to our Patreon. Um, and Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a value listener. Sometimes, you know, I don't like y'all all the time, but sometimes y'all value. <laughs> can listening. we go? Can we go and get these chicken wings, man? Wrap right, right, we out. <laughs> I had to wrap the show correctly. We had a guest. I had to make it sound nice. God the, the damn, bro! Music get is look, gone. Look, his 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 inner Joe come out. His inner Joe come out. All right, y'all. Thank you, OSS. Oh, don't forget to send us an email toss.pod at gmail.com for any of it, any and all of your needs. Appreciate you guys. We out. <laughs> beep, 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 beep.